Tonight, on the Midnight Train Podcast, we discuss the viral internet famous Slender Man. Who is he? What no, is hold this? on, hold on, Evan. No, we're not doing the Slender Man. If you listen to the Skeleton Sisters podcast, you'll know that it's not real. It's made up on the internet. You know what? Actually, pull the audio bit from their podcasts. I'll prove it. Okay. Let me search the net for Skeleton Sisters podcast plus Slender Man. I only found one result hidden deep in the Google Drive archives. It looks to be a song in MP3 format. Would you like me to play it? Uh, yeah. I'm actually really interested to see what this is. Commencing playback now. Slender Man. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Slender Man. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Slender Man. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Slender Man. It's creepy. Uh, actually, but I'm like Slender Man, which is a legend mm-hmm. born through forums on mm-hmm. the internet, people. Mm-hmm. 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 Slender Man. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Slender Man. It's creepy. Slender Man. It's creepy. Slender Man. It's creepy. Uh, actually, he is a made-up thing that came on the internet. It's creepy. Actually, we had that experience. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, flashlights cannot penetrate Slender Man. It's creepy. Actually, is not real. Slender Man. Slender Man. Slender Man. Slender Man. Slender Man. Slender Man. Is not real. Slender Man. Slender Man. Wow. So I guess I got a lot of work. I'm going to have to get a whole chainsaw. We're going to have to remix Candy again. That was a hit. Wow. Well, even though it looks as if the Skeleton Sisters have myth-busted the Slender Man, we will still give it a train ride. So sit back, grab your drink, turn the volume to 11. Warning. We say things like, Whose job is it to run Barter Town? Tommy Jones beat the shit out of a bumblebee? Water snakes are God's way of saying, fuck you swim team? And, help, I'm stuck in the trash compactor. All aboard. Hello, passengers. <laughs> Welcome to season three, episode 19 of the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. What's that mean? Well, you guys know what it means. We make fun of a joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And with me is my co-host, the myth, the man, the quasi-legend, Jeff Butchko. Jeff, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Oh, you know. How about that uh, Slender Man song by the Skeleton Sisters? Good job for them, man. They, I didn't know they did the Slender Man thing. I, I haven't had a chance to listen to all their episodes yet. So, yeah. That's, yeah. And, and thankfully, Evan is an internet sleuth. That's awesome. He, I actually, he dug through their, he probably hacked into their Google Drive and ripped that song. So, so funny story. I was actually going to listen and like catch up on everything from them. And um, <laughs> I got down to the hills of West Virginia. And of course, service was like, fuck you. So yeah. no service, no Skeleton Sisters. So I apologize to the Skeleton Sisters, who I will be on their newest episode coming up this week. So you guys Ooh. make sure you check them out and listen to me just swear a lot. And I guess we're going to be drinking, which is as you should. I, I mean, that sounds pretty fucking awesome to me anyway. So yes. uh, either way, it's going to be great. And with us, of course, it's the purveyor of the paranormal and the guy who once slapped a ghost for touching his private parts. 
Mr. Moody. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Oh, you know. Happy, happy Father's Day to you both as of well, you fine happy fellas. Father's happy Day. Father's Day. I can't yeah. believe they let us have kids. Yeah, I don't know why. You've got three. I've got four. You've got two. <laughs> two. Together, that's that's a pretty good sized football team. Yeah, right there, it is. Right? We have Touch eight football, but fucking kids amongst the three of us. That's ridiculous. That's horrible. That's almost a full baseball starting lineup. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do any of your kids know how to play baseball? Uh, Sadie played some t-ball, and uh, the other they all wanted to play this year, but uh, everything got canceled. So they're all hockey players, though. Oh, okay. Well, uh, they actually got back on the ice today. Thank God. My well, Riley, who everyone who has listened to previous episodes, he uh, he's he's a soccer guy. They all they also that, mind play soccer as well. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they know how to play Mine's baseball, basketball <laughs> all the way. My daughter doesn't play anything, but my son is basketball all the way. He tried baseball and he did the right field position where you stare at the clouds and the ball goes past you and the coach yells. <laughs> and he at fucking you. hated every minute of yeah. it. Didn't he? he was really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right, you beautiful bunch of dark passengers. You know that we're just a you know three goofballs and assholes that love history and can't get enough of the mysterious. And we just want you all to know how much it means. To us that you're listening to our goofy asses, honestly. Your reviews and support really do make all of the hard work worthwhile. In saying that, please stop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now and give us a five-star review. You can leave uh, any review you'd like. Surprise us. You can also find us on Spotify by typing The Midnight Train Podcast in their search bar and click the follow button. You'll then get each episode as they are released. Can you yell at Alexa? Does that uh, work? Have you tried it? I don't know. Let's try it. Alexa, play The Midnight Train Podcast. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see wait, wait, wait. it does work i love my, this one i love this one too it. oh it does hey okay. siri hold on wait i gotta do it again hey siri play the midnight train podcast on apple podcasts let's see if anybody uh actually had that happen to them while they're listening to this <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> is that your phone? listen on my phone which one is it playing it's playing. I think it goes to the newest one. It's uh, the Manhattan Project. Yeah, yeah, it should go to the last My one. My phone literally did it. That's so funny. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, all right. So let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab ourselves a drink, which mine's already open. And I'm actually drinking a uh, platform orange Martian. It's a sour ale with slushy style sour ale with tangerine, banana, and vanilla flavors. Nice. I'm actually drinking a salamander punch. Who is it anyways? With God. five calories. And Why do I even say anything? Why do I say anything? I am uh, I am drinking nothing. I have nothing. All right. Well, I have another one of these if you'd like one. What is it? You're going to hate it. What is it? It's a slushy sour. What? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. look on his face. He's like, what the fuck is that? But that's what it does is. It, does it taste like orange? Yeah. I might like it. Though. All right. Yeah. It's in there. Well, I tell you Are what. You sure? I don't want to take your last no, one. No, you're not. There, there's plenty in there. All so right. while we're, uh, we're doing that, um, you know, let's get spooky. But first, of course, here's a toast. To all of you beautiful motherfucking passengers. On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. A tall, slender man. That was that was awesome. It's Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Any of you all out there wondering? Nick 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 Cage. Nick Cave. Cage. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. There's a time capsule in the ground. It says we die. The Slender Man. Whoa. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, we're actually talking about the Slender Man today. And um, what do you think? It's not bad. Moody actually likes it. Yay. I've converted him. You better hit that applause button for me right now. Yeah. Can you taste the triple berry hops overdone twice? You know what it tastes like? Frost. It tastes like 
It tastes like orange with a hint of hipster balls. <laughs> oh, um, that's exactly good. great nose. That Would it be? That's exactly yeah. what it is. Oh, cool, yeah, cool. That's exactly what it is. Hipster they balls, brew it and I feel like they. They just like line up and all all the brewmasters dip their balls in it a little bit. Uh, that's how you make that beer, actually. Really? Yeah. Is that where the slush comes? Yeah, from? that's where the, it's it's literally the slushy part of it. Yeah. With wearing a flannel after, trucker after, hat and bringing your dog with you after working all day. At, after, the, yeah. at the plant, they yeah. slush the. There you go. <laughs> just unshaved and just. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, thank you. Speaking of which, um, I know they're not a. Um, sponsor of ours but they do sponsor a lot of podcasts and if manscaped is listening out there i did order my manscaped um it's a it's it's specifically designed to shave down there you're gonna shave your balls uh, and, and i did oh and beautiful did wow. you put lightning bolts like it. vanilla ice head on the side of his head <laughs> I, I should have. That would be pretty sweet. Little yeah. steps that everyone had in the 90s. You, see, you mentioned have. him in the bathroom. He's got like his leg up on the car. He's like. So do me a favor. All you fellas out there who need to keep him clean for your ladies or whatnot, or just for yourself because it is Father's Day and you know I you got to do something. I didn't even clip my balls. Yeah. So uh, it's actually really cool. Go in yeah. there and sign up for uh, Manscaped. Buy something on there and uh, do me a favor. Um, just, just tell them that, like, send a message to them and tell them that you heard from us from the Midnight Train podcast, and let's see what happens with that. I'd like to, I'd like to see. We're doing like inadvertent advertising. Well, no, it's fucking advertent as fuck. And then after that, hey, hey, they got a good product, right? They do have a good product. I love it. I love it. I really do. After that, then ask them what they recommend to get rid of bed bugs out of the pubic area. I believe those are crabs. Those are crabs. No, what if they're bed bugs? But they're not bed bugs. Then you got a lot more on your plate than. You know, a lot more to worry about. I'm dude. just saying, if they got that email, right, and they saw that, they'd be like, what the fuck? And they would totally look us up then, right? I don't know about that they at all. To. Or they'd they be like, to. who? If I worked there and I was like, Bill, Bill, this guy wants to know if shaving his balls gets rid of bed bugs. And they'd be like, well, who is it? And then they look up the Midnight Train Pocket, and then we got like extra views, extra plays. Can we go back and delete this entire segment? Because I feel <laughs> <Nope>. like. <laughs> nope. All right. Anyway, Jeff, Jesus. Some of you out there Fuck. will do it. I know. Oh, my God. I have, I have faith be in our listeners. One, one, you know, Chainsaw's going to fucking do it. Oh, of course. Yeah, he will. I hope so. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. So, listen, we are actually talking about the Slender Man. But in order to talk about the Slender Man, we have to talk about what Slender Man is, and we have to talk about um, the spooky spaghetti. Right, uh, yeah. I thought it was the freaky farfalla. Oh, freaky farfalla. That's it. That's yeah. that's exactly what it is. Or uh, what what is it? The terrifying tortellini. <laughs> it might be that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. The chilling choo choo wheels. The chilling choo choo wheels. Oh, that's that's really. Good. I like Ooh, that one too. That one's good. Man. We're actually talking about creepy pastas. All right, and uh, to be honest, I'm old, and I didn't realize or even know what this was until my daughter was actually obsessed. She's 12, about to be 13 in a month, which fucking freaks me the fuck out. Um, she tells me about Slender Man, and she tells me about because uh, he's into freaky, creepy shit too, which I love. She's super dark, and I she's it's your kid. Awesome. What do you expect? It, absolutely, <laughs> I love it, man. She's so she's so great. Anyway, she's telling me about this thing and uh, talking about creepy pastas, and I'm like, what in the fuck is that? It doesn't make any fucking sense. What the fuck is a creepy pasta? So apparently, they are um, they're horror related legends that have been copied and pasted around the internet. So somebody actually goes in and basically the hero either create. Or they hear about a legend and then they just spread it like wildfire. So it's like the telephone game on the internet, kind of, yeah. And and uh, they're you know so these entries they're they're super brief and uh, um, you know created by someone. Someone creates them and they're paranormal stories intended to scare readers. Okay, that's what they're there for, obviously. Uh, they include like all kinds of tales of murder, suicide, and uh, just 
just outwardly occurrences and shit like that. And according to Time Magazine, the genre had its peak audience in 2010 when it was covered by the New York Times. Yeah, so there this- was uh, there was a story. The only one that I really knew about for a long time. Uh, did you guys ever read that? It was uh, called like the Russian sleep experiment. Did you ever read that story? Mm, no. It's pretty cool, creepy as fuck, and uh, totally was, fake. Yeah, it was fake. It's fake. But so it was, it was just somebody of, making it was fiction. something similar to this that a lot. It, it got went viral, made its rounds, and tons and tons of people started believing it was real. And uh, okay, and those was, are called lies, people, and people have been doing that for centuries. They are works of fiction. Uh, or lies. Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either I way. Tried, I tried getting that one over on my parents. They didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. They called me a liar. I said I was writing fiction. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you change your grades? Yeah. It's a work of fiction, okay? Yeah, yeah. It's just a work of fiction. Absolutely. So according to, of course, our favorite website, Wikipedia. Wah, wah, um, the... <laughs> You son of a bitch. Uh, in the mainstream media. I found the rest of the button. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Page two. <laughs> so according to the mainstream media, creepypastas relating to the fictitious Slenderman character came to public attention after the 2014 Slenderman stabbing, which we will be discussing in further detail down the line. A little late on that one, but I like it. I'll let that. I, I got it. All right. I'm, I'm always, <laughs> hey, you guys should know by now that I'm always late. Yeah, this is very true. Did you hear how loud true. it was on the last episode, by the way? Oh, yeah. So I'm like in the car going home from work when it aired, and I'm listening, and I had the volume up really loud because, you know, I don't, when we're talking and there's no sound effects, it's really yeah, quiet. It's so really I, quiet. I crank it up, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like, bum, bum, bum. I'm like, I'm like driving off the side. They're like, holy <laughs> fuck. It's now, who loud. do you think did that intentionally? This yeah, guy yeah. right here. It definitely wakes anything. you up, yeah. that's for sure. Especially the one at the very end that like yeah. <laughs> it's after the song and all of a sudden you're dude, I had to. Yeah. So anyway, uh unfortunately a twelve year old girl was stabbed by two of her friends and they just wanted to prove the uh the Slenderman skeptics wrong. So they believed in this thing and they actually stabbed a twelve year old girl, which is um completely fucked up. And uh well, well, I blame well, the parents. I want to smack the fuck out of the parents, but that's sure. just me. Anyway. So the creepypasta originally referred to short user-generated stories, like we said, they copy and pasted. <laughs> and uh, Jeff's throwing around a gremlin right now. What the fuck? He was just attacked. Derail. <laughs> Which, by the way, oh, brings me to something else real quick. Real quick. Next week's episode. We're hoping it's next week's episode. And you'll hear what the next week's episode is going to be. But we're going to do a... Um, a shot of voodoo vodka every time we derail or something we've, gets derailed. We've been called out and challenged. Somebody again. called us out again, and I think that's amazing, to be honest. And we, yeah. I, I'm thinking what's going to happen is, is I'm going to bring some sleeping bags. We'll just crash yeah. right here. And we'll all just right in the studio. We'll just <laughs> lay down. <laughs> Maybe we'll actually just gotta, keep it going afterwards. I got to tend some air mattresses in my car right now. There you go. So we'll I'm going to predict that. the end of the next show. It's going to be like, oh, you beautiful. <laughs> Passengers. Shoot you! Then you'll hear like a you'll hear like a <laughs> it yeah, just hits yeah. the ground. Just going to sleep. So the etymology of uh, creepypasta, it is a portmanteau of the Ooh. words creepy and copy pasta. Uh, the term was coined on the image board 4chan, which if you guys have ever watched 4chan, 4chan. Or been on 4chan, it's Jeez. crazy as fuck. And a copy pasta denotes viral copied and pasted text. It is pretty, pretty insane. 
So now examples of some creepypasta others uh, aside from the Slender Man are Jeff the Killer, Ted the Caver, and Ben Drowned. Well, you missed the I, most important one, the spaghetti incident, Guns N' Roses. <laughs> that, that, was, that was some shitty pasta. Can we just talk about that? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that sh- shitty Ooh. pasta real quick. They like they hyped that up forever, and it took forever for it that album like to come 15 out. 15 years or something. And it came out, and it's like, what is this? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I actually used to like those guys. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So anyway, but we're not here to talk about Jeff the Killer, Ted the Caver. Ben Drowned or any of those guys. Guns and Roses. Never heard of Guns and Roses. I've never heard of any of those. Right. I've heard of Jeff the Killer. Because they're creepypastas. Okay. Those are creepy spaghetti. Spooky spaghetti. Yes. They're spooky spaghettis that they created. And or what is it? Freaky falafels? Falafels? Farfala. 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 Falafels. Yeah. Yes. French toast. Uki or a Ketty? Dude, I was a chef for 25 years. I know my boss that again. I don't even know what Uriketti is. Uki or a Ketty? Uriketti. Uki or a Ketty? Yeah. Uki. <laughs> so, like, someone comes to the restaurant, and they're like, I want Uki. <laughs> Don't you know what Uki means? I no. think Uki is like spooky. Dude, you got to sing the Adams Family song. It's in there. Yeah, Uki. Oh, oh so the Adams Family. Sh- yeah. All together, Uki. Too bad they never said that Mandela effect. Look it up. No, it's on there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just throwing shit at the wall right now. Spaghetti? Wow. Spaghetti? Is he throwing spaghetti at the wall? Spaghetti. Sp- uh, spooky yeah, spaghetti, yeah, actually. See? Full circle. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good job. It came back around. I'm trying to get some dap, man. I got I got you, bro. All right. I'm just, you know. Uh, and by the way, before we get into the whole Slender Man thing, which that's who we're talking about here, um, we are back at the original train station uh, here at my studio. <laughs> that's, that's, that works. That's actually that's perfect. Still works, that's still yeah. perfect. Yeah. I feel like next week we'll be in a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. We keep changing all over the damn place and just can't. It's possible. Yeah, we it just, is. Yeah, anyway. So we're here and yeah, it's fine. I love that you hit that button. So, <laughs> that was almost like subliminal. Like, know, like you you wanted to and you, yeah. Son of a bitch. So anyway. I was looking at the board as my hand was going down. I'm like, oh shit. That's hilarious. So yeah. we're talking about Slender Man and the Slender Man was created on June 10th, 2009 on a thread in the Something Awful Internet Forum. All right. So apparently it was a Photoshop contest, mm-hmm. right? Um, the forum poster, Eric Knudsen, under the pseudonym Victor Surge, contributed two black and white images of groups of children to which he added a tall, thin, spectral figure wearing a black suit, which I've actually seen on the Internet. Yeah. So this all started. The original, the original pictures are actually creepy as fuck. Yeah, they are creepy. They're creepy pasta. Oh, hey. Thank you. <laughs> so. I've actually seen these things, and I didn't know what the hell they were. I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" I actually thought it was like a uh, like a movie coming out or something. Right, you know what I mean, like right. somebody created a movie or whatever, and you, you see this thing, and it's like, "It, it <laughs> is." Are you looking at it right yeah, now? Yeah, it's pretty. Funny. Yeah, they're they're yeah, it is whatever. I'm um, the Slenderman. <laughs> but this is also from 2009. That, that's your Chancellor voice, though. That, did you see? By the way, did you release that? What's that? The shirt design. Oh, the the Chancellor shirt is available for purchase <laughs> oh right God. now. So he sent that over. <laughs> And I didn't catch it was my face at first. Like at first I'm looking, I'm like, this is amazing. And then I noticed it was my face. I'm like, oh my God. So I started laughing really hard and I'm up in the office at my work and everybody's like, what's going on? What's so funny? I'm like, nothing, nothing. I wanted so badly to be like, Chancellor Tit-Tits. So yes, if you guys are looking for a Chancellor Tit-Tits uh, shirt, make sure you head on over to the uh, Midnight Train podcast. And You're going to want up. that shirt. That shirt's going to be, uh, it's going to be. And you know what? I've just decided it's only up there for a limited time. Ooh. Yeah, that's it. A limited time. I don't know what better act fast. I don't know what time that is. (laughs) 
Nice. That was good. So Victor Surge supplemented his submission with snatches of snatches, snatches. <laughs> of text, supposedly from witnesses describing the abductions of the groups of children and giving the character their name, the Slender Man. So the pictures would say, we didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. <laughs> and then underneath it says, 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. Wow. <laughs> Another one says, one of two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Deformity cited as, a, as film defects by officials. Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. And this is from 1986. Photographer Mary Thomas missing since June 13th, 1986. <laughs> I don't think that's funny, Moody. It's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, now subsequent posters expanded upon the character, adding their own visual or textual uh, contributions. And this um, all turned the post into a work of fiction um, more than just a Photoshop project. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty kind of, it's kind of cool if you think about it, if you go back and you go, well, this whole thing, and now there's movies made about this. And, and unfortunately, a, a little girl got stabbed over this, which is just horrific. But, um, it's kind of kind of cool that somebody just went in uh, for a contest and created something that became iconic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I mean I'm forty something years old and um, <laughs> thousand. Yeah, thanks. Forty thousand years old. Forty thousand AD. <laughs> and, and and I know what it is. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying. <clears throat> no, except now it's uh it's it's um it's BC and A or what is it? Yeah, BC and AC. It's before Corona and after Corona. Oh, That's what it is yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> dude, what'd you do, BC, bro? <laughs> I actually had a life. Thanks, Dick. I have no doubt. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some of the influences about this whole thing. So Zach Parsons' story, uh, that insidious beast, uh, co-founder and contributed to the Something Awful Forum. forum. Um, there was also influences by Stephen King's The Mist, which... Jeff, you love that movie, mm -hmm. right? That's a great movie. That's a fucking phenomenal movie. It's one of my movie. favorite endings of all time. In yeah, the movie. yeah it's, it's pretty fucked up. And we've discussed that many, many times. So go back to listen to back episodes and you can hear us talking about the mist and whatnot. That That's ending cool. gets you, though, man. It's yeah. just like, it's, rough. It's, it's, it's rough. Two more minutes, man. Two more minutes. <laughs> Fuck. And uh, some other influencers, like uh, some reports of shadow people, which, you know, you hear about all the time, or at least you used to hear about. Skeleton Sisters Skeleton, last, episode. last episode. Yeah. Okay. Shadow people. And then uh, the Mothman, which, of course, is our, which you guys heard. Did you see him while you were down there? I did not see him. We didn't get the chance to stop over at, uh, no, well, I, I mean, was in Clendenin. I mean, I mean, in real life. <sighs> no, I didn't see him. However, I did. Did you take, did you take uh, Whoppers with you? You know, those candy Whoppers? Whoppers. Yeah, I don't. You know the the milk balls, the yeah, milk balls. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Whoppers. If you take a box, you know you get like the box for a dollar. You go out into the woods when it's nighttime. You grab them and you throw them up in the air and you say, "Mothman, Mothman, Whoppers for you." And he comes down and he eats them and he'll talk to you. I don't think that's true. We'll be right back after this. What? What do you mean we're back to the show? Oh shit! Hey everybody, we're back to the show. Let's have a good time. Dude, Isaiah, what a great guy. I miss I was down in West Virginia this weekend, and man, I missed Isaiah. There it is. I bet he could cook a mean pig roast. I bet he could. 
I bet he could do a great pig roast. Yeah. And it'd probably be like fresh as shit too. Like we should have fresh. a midnight barbecue. Dude, I'd love to do a pig Wouldn't that be roast. awesome? Where could we do, do that? Where we get roast, everybody man. together, like a park or Fucking something? Pig roasted. Metro parks. Like all the close fans that can make it, we plan like a Saturday or something, just do a cookout somewhere. As so, long as everyone stays six feet apart. So it'll just be us, yeah. is what you're saying. Just, it'd be right. the three of us. Just chainsaw us. show up. Well, chainsaw might be there. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So anyway, talking about influences, we were, we were talking about the, the shadow people, the Mothman, uh, the Mad Gasser of Mattoon was another um, influence of that. Now, Do Moody, you guys know what that is? I actually am not a, familiar okay. with that. I read up on that because when I was doing research for this, that came up as one of his influences. I was like, what the fuck is that? Sounded sounded pretty cool. So I'm like, is it real? Is it fake? I looked it up and apparently in Mattoon Illinois, I believe it was either Illinois or Indiana. I can't remember that off the top of my head. They both start with I. There was a, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And they're right next to each other. You're correct. So so you got a 50-50 chance. Right. Yeah. It's one of the two. Just, it's probably like Michigan. If you're from that area, I don't care, but okay. whatever. Um, yeah. So apparently there was a rash of people that had started reporting that they had been gassed, that they were being like gassed in their homes. And I think like, I did hear about this actually. Were, so Go they ahead. reported that like they would smell something weird. And then like they, they would all have these symptoms, like they would get nauseous and sick and like all these different symptoms and shit. And like nobody died and nothing like that, but they kept getting all these reports coming in. The police kept getting phone calls and all this stuff. And the police didn't think that there was anything behind it. They were like, This is not there's no one going around gassing people. There's nothing This ain't no thing. There's nothing sinister, like whatever. But it was one of those situations where the uh, the media started sensationalizing all the reports. So people started believing it. And as that happened, like, I guess more and more calls came in. More and more people were um, talking about getting gassed and, like, all this shit. Okay. And then it just kind of went away. Okay. And nobody died. No one, like, some people got sick, were in the hospital, whatever. And uh, literally, apparently, they chalked it up to a case of, like, mass hysteria. Like, they, some of the reports, they, uh, they basically debunked as, like, um, I think there was, like, a gas leak in a house. Uh there was one that was like like dead, like rotting carcasses, like animal carcasses, oh. like all these different things. Like they debunked a lot of them. Okay. And they think that the rest were legitimately just like mass hysteria. It's crazy. I thought it was crazy. I was reading about it like, holy Sounds shit. Sounds like a load like, of shit to me, Moody. What, what was that, Evan? Whoa, Evan, what? That wasn't. Sounds like a load of shit to me, Moody. Wow. That wow. Was, that Evan, very nice. Evan, come on, man. Sounds like a load of shit to me, Moody. Wow. I get it. All right. I think, all right, we, I think we need to debug Evan. That wasn't very nice. That man. wasn't very nice. Of Mo- or and I didn't even Evan. say it was real. I just said it was the case of mass hysteria. So mass hysteria, which makes sense because, I mean, that happens oh, quite man. often, to be honest. Way more than people. Fuck you assholes. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Evan, you're in timeout. Whoa. That's it. That's oh it. Oh, my God. That is it. Evan. Oh, there, cowboy. I am not take going to. Take it down a notch. Yeah, I'm not. You take it down a notch. Uh, you Time go- out this bitch. <laughs> you. Oh. <laughs> wow. Dude, Evan. You. Th- that's it. What? What my yeah. ass? Stop it. Fuck. You son of a bitch. All right, that's it. Fine, I'm not even fuck off. Fine. Fuck you. Wow. Anyway, little bastard. So anyway, other uh, influences are the tall man from the Phantasm movies, which are Ooh. one of my favorite series Walken. of movies. Not Christopher Walken. It's not Christopher Walken. Isn't it? No. 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 Which one is he in? I thought I thought it was Phantasm. No, he was in, the, in prophecy. the Prophecy. Prophecy. That's prophecy. It. Same letter. He says, I was not <laughs> in the Phantasm movies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. I was doing that all weekend. <laughs> I was doing laundry and I had to go all the way downstairs, you know, and I had Foo Fighters playing on a playlist on the radio. 
And every time it came on, like my girlfriend's in the other room, I'd be walking with the large people like, ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. <laughs> the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And finally my son, he's like downstairs playing. He's like, dad, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, Foo Fighters. Um, uh, other influences are the uh, the works of H.P. Lovecraft, who we have uh, Oh, he's a before. weird son of a bitch. Very weird guy. And again, if you want to hear the train ride on H.P. Lovecraft, go back and check it out because we have run a train on him and William S. Burroughs as well. And also the video games Resident Evil and Silent Hill, which, by the way, Silent Hill, amazing video game. I love the Resident Evil ones, but to me, Silent Hill Silent was like Hill was the original the first, Silent Hill was the amazing. first Silent yeah. Hill was good. So and, good. And the first Silent Hill movie was also yeah, it was good. Fantastic. I mean, I oh, I did see the movie. Yeah, the yeah. first one. I did see the first one. Yeah, the second one I thought was cool. Like it, it was watchable, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't like the first one. Those were amazing. Now, so. the first Resident Evil was good, though, too. I picked that up not knowing what it was when it first came out. And I ended up playing a that lot, for like fucking 48 the, hours straight. Dude, a lot of the Resident Evils were solid. Yeah, they kind of stretched it a little far after like no, the they, third one. They, they got pretty, they got, there was a lot in the middle that were bad, but some of the last couple were pretty good, I think. Yeah, the movies the were good were with uh, Mila Jovovich. Mia, Mia Jovovich. Mila. Yeah. Mia Jovovich. Mila. Mi, mi, Mia. I'm Chancellor Jovovich. Tits. Anyway, um, dude, oh my God, by the way. So I was trying to describe, I have, uh, listeners that you know friends that listen to the uh the, the podcast okay and they first, always ask first me of all, first of all i'm sorry yes i have friends <laughs> that that is a work of fiction <laughs> there you go <laughs> that i have friends yes yeah it's just you guys anyway um so no seriously like uh people that okay people bums at a bus stop people that i know how's that yeah people that i happen to see on a regular basis they hey, ask Johnny, i like your radio show <laughs> you got an extra slice of bread i'm hungry so they asked me, they're like, hey, what's it about or whatever? And I immediately started talking about, you know, the chancellor and then I'm talking about Hitler with his mustache. And dude, I was doing it for so long. I was just like, you know, with my mustache <laughs> the whole time, dude. Oh, God, it hurts. What anyway. is my mustache? <laughs> what is that what you said? Me and my mustache have a question. <laughs> it's so amazing. So anyway, there are some similar characters from 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 the past history. What's the Momo from? Momo. That's a newer one where the Chinese girl's face is like big eyes. Oh, and yeah, and they were that was a like, Slender Man thingy where it went were viral. Like, they were telling, they were saying they was like telling kids to kill themselves. Yeah, and yeah. Shit, but oh like, yeah, like, dude. The Momo is called Momo. Yeah. Yeah. Like this weird face. I remember like, hearing like, about that. I had never heard of anybody like. There's people like I swear I saw it in my kid's video, and but there's like. <laughs> There's like not one report of like anyone ever you, actually you know, saying because they had that hundred milligram gummies. That's what happened. Wee. Yeah, but little kids were seeing that shit, dude. They That's had a hundred milligram Suppos- gummies. No, supposedly though. Oh, I never even saw that. That actually like that. Anyone well, my daughter knew about it. Momo. Well, yeah, everyone fucking knew about it. Yeah, oh, but not. Oh, you're saying not actually saw it. No, right. Uh-huh. Like like they were saying it was like popping up on YouTube kids videos, like in the middle of the video, and it <laughs> okay. was like you should kill yourself. Can we create? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fucked up. Can we create? Just a bullshit thing that becomes viral. And, and, right, and maybe the passengers can help us do that. What, what I mean, can it be? this is a bullshit thing that might go viral. You mean the podcast itself? Yeah. Big, yeah, but I'm saying outside of that. Bigfoot uh, with an axe. Like something. No, it's got to be. It's got to be uh, more like. Speaking of Bigfoot. So for Father's Day, I got a T-shirt today <clears throat> and it says it's got a sh- like a silhouette of Bigfoot. That's amazing. And it said uh, like, da- it, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something like dad, you're a legend or something like that. And it's nice. got like a picture of Bigfoot Dude, on it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was you know what I got? I got a fucking sweet. card. Thanks, kids. I got a text message and I had to make breakfast. Yeah, you're bad. Uh, I did have to make breakfast you're for the whole off. family. Though, My dad so actually bad. made breakfast. His homemade biscuits and gravy, dude. Oh, totally worth cool. the trip down to West Virginia. How many Never times have you pooped? Man. Have I? Yeah. None. You're going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, passengers, I actually have 
something we can start. All right. I think we should start that Mr. Moody yeah. wants to fist fight Joe Rogan. Oh, that is the worst goddamn thing I've ever heard in my life. No, wow. why? <laughs> that's amazing. I would get pummeled, though. I know. But that's not the point. The point is that we want to get it viral. All right. Fuck it. I'm calling him out. They call him out. Come Moody, yeah. get him. Get Let's him. go. Come on, Joe. Right. Are you hyped? You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Joe Rogan. You just got called out by Mr. Moody. And if you want to talk about it, you can invite me to your podcast and we'll <laughs> smoke weed and talk about it. Can I commentate it? Because I would totally be like Dave Chappelle when you did the Fear Factor thing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan. That's Come amazing. Joe Rogan. <laughs> so yeah, we have to start that. So if you guys want to let the Joe Rogan experience know that Mr. Moody from the Midnight Train podcast <laughs> yeah. called him out. Yeah, yeah. fuck him. Fuck, fuck, fuck Joe Rogan, right? I'll fight yeah. him. I'll fight fuck, him fuck, anywhere, yeah. anytime. Fuck yeah. In, in falls, a Kmart parking lot. Yeah. Now, yeah, listen, before you guys actually like happen to turn this off or whatever, please do that. We want you to do that. But we highly respect Joe Rogan, and I honestly think he's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. I love him. But still, still calling him out, though. Still calling him out. Get yeah. him. Get him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Since he's friends with Elon Musk, we'll tag team and I'll fight Elon. Ooh. But you actually want to fight Elon, though. Well, obviously. Okay. All right. As long That's as we're saying, on the same team, we set that up, dude. Dude, I Joe do it. Rogan and Elon Musk. Yeah, they're buddies. Me and Jeff in a fucking tag team steel wrestling cage yeah. match. Dude. I'll tell you what, Rogan, I'm coming for you. Bring your oh, little Musk shit. puppet too. Oh my god! Good thing we're not doing the uh, voodoo vodka oh my today. God, we'd be fucking hammered. Yeah, already. So anyway, we're talking about some similar characters from the past what, that are. are what are we talking about? Yeah, again? that's what we're talking about. Slenderman. Oh. So we're talking about Ooh. that we're kind of like Slenderman, right? The, the Slender, shut the fuck up. So. Um, first and foremost, we're talking about, and this is actually a show that I really fucking enjoyed, um, was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> dude, I swear to God, I the loved TV it. Show? Yeah, I, I loved it. it. The I movie caught... was good, but the TV show? Yeah, I loved it, dude. I swear to God, I thought I it was a crush good... on, what's his name? I've what's the guy that's in that? About that? Did I have a, I didn't have a crush on nobody, what Mr. The Man. The, uh, I forget his name. It's the dude that used the to be. The famous guy. He played Angel, right? He was in Bones after that. Right, which was also another great show. It was a solid show, yeah. Bones was good. Who was the girl in Buffy on the TV show? Uh, Sir, no, no, not Sir Michelle Geller. It's another oh, one with the three, three names. Yeah, Sir Michelle Geller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look at that. Wait, was it? Girls with three names are trouble. Who was in the movie? Let me tell you that. All girls have three names. Wasn't no, she? no, no, no. Like girls that go by like their <laughs> three she, names. Wasn't she the movie? Who was in the movie? That was Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, it wasn't. No, I think it was. No, the, wait. No, it no. Was, that was in. It was the girl that's in Big Daddy who's in, working at the Hooters with the old guy. Oh, she's not. What? Same actor. All right, all right, all right. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sally so anyway, Jesse Raphael. Hold on, hold yes, on. Sally Jesse. Let me, yes. let me Google. Yeah. I'll yeah, find out. Keep I going. Think... Bilbo Biggins. <laughs> we, uh, unfortunately, who just passed away, the actor that played Bilbo that. Biggins just passed that. away. So it's Baggins, though? Rest in peace. Biggins. Ba I don't know. Yeah, Biggins is funnier to me. <laughs> the guy that played the Hobbit? Guy. Guy. He's got, yeah. yeah. He, he passed away. He was young. Yeah, that played Bilbo. Yeah, he was like 60-something, I think. Yeah. What's his name? No, you're thinking about No, no, the new Hobbit movies. Yeah, but it's the guy that played Bilbo, the old guy that played Oh, Bilbo. in the older movies, Lord of the Rings. In the Lord yes. of the Rings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, in the Lord of the Rings. I thought you meant the newer guy. I'm like, holy no, shit. Passengers, if you're still with us, we do apologize. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those days, you know. So anyway, we're talking about uh, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There was a guy in there called, or, or a bunch of people called the Gentleman, who basically were kind of like Slenderman. Chris, uh, Christy Swanson. Swanson, yes. Uh, and Luke Sw Perry. Sw Swami? Samsonite. Swami? <laughs> Christy Swanson, Donald Sutherland, Paul Rubens. Paul Ru we were yeah, totally yeah. off. Paul Rubens was in there. And Luke Perry. And Rucker Howard. Yeah, Rucker Howard's amazing. So anyway, so you looked up the gentleman. 
I looked up a picture of him. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. Does it? Is it very kind similar? Of like yeah, similar? Very okay. similar. Uh, also, the Men in Black, you know, the real life Men in Black, and not the movie guys, the Thank ones who God. actually showed up, who supposedly showed up to at the Mothman prophecy um, sightings or whatever. These they guys just show up everywhere, supposedly dude. showed up, and you know they're wearing their little ever, white suits. You and, ever see an alien? They're coming, man. Yep, they'll be right behind you. Um, so the DC Comic Books hero, the Question, who has a black face, and his alias is Victor Sage, which is not very black, close. Blank. Huh? Blank face. That's not what that says. What? It says black right there. <laughs> it does. That makes it a completely different thing. <laughs> so apparently he has a blank face. It's blank, not right. black. So he has a blank face, and his, which is funnier. You said black. <laughs> That's freaking amazing. You know what that is? That's that swipe shit right there. Yeah, yeah. You got to stop swiping. I'm telling you right now. That's just so you know. I do a lot of research on my phone. At okay. Work. So again, if you don't know, Moody does uh, the majority of the, the research now, and he actually does it on his phone. And he's one of the only swipe people texture. I know that swipe text. That's bullshit. I'm one of the only people you know. But look, you wrote black instead of blank. Doesn't mean that I'm the only person that does. You're the only one I know that does that. Does your oh, wife whatever. ever yell at you about that? No. She no. She's shit. like. We don't need no Flarvengarg from the grocery store. <laughs> Flarvengarg. Yeah, because he's like typing flavor chips. No, I get what you're saying. But it comes off Flarvengarg. Flavor chips. <laughs> flavor chips. Not regular ones, but ones with flavor. God. Anyways, what? back to the show. Right. So anyway, this guy has a blank face and his alias is Victor Sage, who is very close to the creator's alias of Victor Surge. So first and foremost, it, it quickly went viral. Um, there's tons Ooh. of fan fiction behind it. Right? Lots. Lots. Uh, one of the earliest editions was added by a forum user named Thoreau Up, who created a... Thoreau. Thoreau, like Henry David Thoreau. Oh, Thoreau, Henry David Thoreau, Thoreau Up. Yeah. Oh, that's, Thoreau. Quick. that's pretty quick. I like that's that. That's good. I like it. That, that, that is pretty good. Who created a folklore story set in 16th century Germany involving a character called Dr. Groben. Grobman. Der, it's Der Grossman. Der Gro that's not an S. <laughs> it's German, you dolt. I don't speak English. <laughs> That that signifies a double S sound essentially. Oh my god. This is you oh my mean you. What? Which was implied to be an early reference to the Slender Man. Correct. Okay. Like so, it was kind of like um he wrote that as like a uh, like an old text that like you could look back in time and be like, Oh, there's an instance of the Slender Man back in the day. But he wrote it in like two thousand ten oh, or something okay. like that. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's a uh it's one of those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Which we need to do, go over time traveling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, there's, we'll we'll there's so much shit out there for that. It, it also spawned yeah, yeah, a YouTube yeah. series called Marble Hornets. Uh, That's a great show. Which is a found footage. Have you watched that? Yeah. The whole season. I have not seen that. Is it good? No, it's, it's really good. It's something. It's like on a cliffhanger at the end. They never did season two. So it's like you get all the way through it. You're waiting, 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 and it's like he's they lying. Don't even talk he's about he's, he's absolutely two. lying. He has no idea what he's fucking talking about. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen it, dude. That is not how it works. <laughs> Look at, at my search history. That is not how it works. Why don't you all. go get some flavor chips? <laughs> <laughs> I got an orange slushy oh. here. I'm good. So the Marvel Hornets is a found footage style story about a man trying to find out what happened during the filming of a fictional movie called Marvel Hornets. There's 92 videos on the channel, and as of 2019, the principal channel had been viewed over a hundred million yeah. times holy crap so i guess basically the whole premise behind it is this guy um he had a buddy it's all fake obviously um he had a buddy who was supposed to be making a movie called the marble hornets and he uh he goes he i guess his buddy was supposedly making this movie he was making it for like three months this and, is not uh, even how it goes he's <laughs> lying he hasn't even seen it and uh so after like three months 
He, uh, the story goes that his buddy came to him with all the stuff that had been filmed already and okay. gave it to him and was like, I don't ever want to talk about this shit again, like whatever, and kind of like rolled out. So then he, so he like, just left him a bunch of like footage and was right. like, I'm out. So then he, okay. the guy like viewed the footage and found all this weird shit happening that was basically ended up being attributed to the Slender Man. Okay. And uh, his, his, the whole thing, the whole series, the whole, all the videos are basically about him like investigating what happened. We watched so. some totally different shows then, dude. <laughs> the Marble Hornets I watched was a guy in his basement. He was catching hornets and he was making marble armor and applying them to the hornets. And then he trained them with a whistle. So you go outside and be like, Is this like Ant Man? And all of the hornets would come and attack and like That's Ant Man. No, that's Marvel Hornets on YouTube. Look it up. Season one. Marvel but they didn't come out with season marble? two. Are you saying marble? Are you saying Marvel? Like a marble countertop. You're saying are you saying Pam? Or Pam? Pam. Is it two ins? Pam. Pam? Pam. Pam. With Pam. two M's. Flavor chips. <laughs> so two years, like Moody was saying, two years after showing up, someone gave him the, the true backstory. And the, the Slender Man is a supernatural creature that is described as appearing as a normal human being, but he is described as being eight feet tall, and he has vectors or extra appendages that are described to be as sharp as swords. <laughs> the creature is known to stalk humans and cause many disappearances. He's described as a shadowy creature that has a missing face. The creature fits into many mythologies and legends from uh, nations such as Germany and the Celts, which brings up the possibility that he could be real. A man named Victor Surge found this legend and made his own version of it, which he called Slender Man. He can't talk. Slender Man can't talk. Moody's, Moody's flipping his beard up. No, Slender Man be like, I'm the Slender Because he can't, he has no face. But, but if he, what? He can make noises, but he can't talk. He doesn't have a face. He doesn't have a mouth. How do you know this? Moody just told me. Oh, yeah. He okay. Well, we sick. we were discussing remember our the, research. Remember the blackface guy? Oh, oh yeah, the blackface. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Again, that was blank face. That was misspelled. Oh, oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> we're not out of flour and gargan, Moody. So the Slender Man is not exactly evil, according to mythology. But Victor Surge's version shows him as an evil creature that stalks humans to kill. In mythology, he was actually trying to save you from a painful death by taking you to the underworld early. That's nice. So that that has his background. The the interesting part about that is it's all made up bullshit. Yeah, so I, like love, I love. I love that. Time though. to make a mythos and a background of this guy. I love it. It's this whole thing, man. After that, like when it went viral, it just basically that dude did those two pictures, and then after that, the whole thing just fucking took on a life. So, so how stupid are people? <laughs> well, right? considering that there are legitimately people that believe in this thing, yeah, yeah, which more is very than you would think, it's it's mostly younger people, though, right? Well, <laughs> a lot of younger people are the ones that are like, um, kind of like succumb to this whole um, mythos of this thing. But I mean, you're not gonna have an old guy on the computer, like on that forum, like there is a Slender Man. No, I remember seeing the I picture of it him. before I knew what anything was, and just going, "No, that's not. Is that right. real?" It was you one know of those things that like popped up. I thought it was Marilyn like, Manson doing a photo shoot. I was or like, something. how did I never the hear the beautiful people? The beautiful people. Like for me, like being into that kind of shit, like it's like, how did I never hear this? Before? Right, exactly. Like, that's where did what? And I'm like, this bullshit. Yeah. You know I mean, have you heard of the forum, the site that it came from? Have you ever heard of that before? Like, is that popular? It's pretty popular. Yeah. Is it still popular? It's, it's pretty popular. As far as I know, yeah. Fortune is. I know that. I'm going to sure. get on there yeah. and I'm going to make was a it post. Something awful is what it came from. What's that? Yeah, something, yeah, awful. something awful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I think it's still pretty popular. I know it was huge early in the year. Like I had heard of that before I heard of Slender Man. Yeah, I'm going to do a post and see if anybody knows about season two Marble Hornets. 
I, I can't wait, man. It's the cliffhanger. So according to this also, Slenderman does not directly kill his victims. Instead, he encourages others to do it in order to please him, which is unfortunately how these little girls... Right. Sounds like a cult leader. Back, done what they did. If you did, look back yeah. at the original pictures, the one says something like that. It was whatever the quote was or whatever was talking about how we didn't want to do it, but like we had to do it for him kind of thing. Right, right. So. And it's also said to be found, uh, he said to be found in abandoned buildings, dark forests, and anywhere creepy. So, like anywhere here? Yeah. yeah. So you're just going to walk in? Slender man, how you doing, buddy? You want to get out together and hang out? We should have a beer together. Why? Why? What's those knives? Put those down. I don't like that. That's horrible. Anyway, um, so the description of him, um, because the Slender Man's fi- uh, fictional, uh, his fictional mythology uh, has evolved without an uh, official canon, quote unquote, for reference. His appearance, motives, habits, and abilities are not fixed, but change depending on the storyteller. So whoever's telling the story and describing um, the the Slender Man. It actually fucking changes. We'll be right back after this. This episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by Voodoo Vodka. 20 times distilled, made from pure cane sugar and handcrafted right here in Ohio. Vodka can be smooth and voodoo proves it. Drink it straight, chilled, or in your favorite mixed drink. Ask for it wherever you buy your favorite liquors or head over to voodoo.com and subscribe to their mailing list. While you're there, pick up some Voodoo merchandise and use the promo code Midnight Train Podcast, all one word, to get 10% off your entire order. That's Voodoo, V O U D O U X dot com. Promo code Midnight Train Podcast for 10% off. And you can now buy this delicious vodka online. So order some today and drink with us whenever you listen to the show. Voodoo Vodka, it's magic. What? What do you mean we're back to the show? Oh, shit. Hey, everybody, we're back to the show. Let's have a good time. Woo-hoo! So we're talking about uh, how the description of Slenderman actually changes upon uh, whoever's telling the story of a Slenderman. Um, he's most commonly described as very tall and thin with unnaturally long tentacle-type arms or just tentacles, uh, which can extend to intim- intimidate or capture prey. So just like... Which... Uh, I'm a super nerd, and there was a comic book back in the day called Wetworks. Anyone familiar with that? Yes. Or uh, what was the other one? Cyber, uh, Cy- uh, Cyber X or Cyber or something or other. It was an Cyber image comic. Cyber Force. Cyber Force. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a uh, guy and a girl in each one of those teams that could morph their hands into like like Terminator Two. Kind of. Kind of like Terminator. Yeah, yeah. And or like uh, the uh, Thor sister in uh, the Thor. Uh, what movie was it that he did? Ragnarok. It wasn't Ragnarok. It was yeah, the one before his sisters that. in Ragnarok. That wasn't Ragnarok. Yes, Google it. Is Sheets. it? Sheets. Google. No, shut up. Anyway, no, I swear to God, it is. No, it's I'm Ragnarok. pretty sure it wasn't Ragnarok. It's not Ragnarok. Yeah, it's Kate Blanchett. No, Ragnarok was the one that had uh, the, the the dude from uh, from uh, Jurassic Park in it. What's his name? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's the one with his sister. No, it's not. Because his eye's already missing in that one. Boom. And he, she's the one that took his eye. I told you. <laughs> Man, you guys don't even listen to me. <laughs> ah, anyway, so most times his face appears white and featureless, although some stories have him appearing differently to whomever sees him. He generally appears we- uh, wearing a dark suit and tie. His ability, he actually has the ability to teleport, supposedly, due I to some people. I didn't know that until I was doing Is there this. anything he can't do? Um, speak. That's speak. true. Fly? I don't think he could fly. He can't see. He can't see. Can't talk or smell. Yeah. Oh. He probably can't dance. Probably. Probably. I don't know for a fact. Though. I don't know. 
I mean, who would win in a dance-off? Kevin Bacon, Footloose, or Slender Man? Kevin Bacon all, all the way. All day, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, sure. Kevin yeah, Bacon would yeah. win against yeah. everybody. You don't Trump's- think the mayor would shut him down? Uh, I think the Slender Man would kill the mayor before. Yeah, with his tentacles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's possible. Correct. So um, proximity to the Slender Man is often said to trigger a, quote, slender sickness, which is a rapid onset of paranoia, nightmares, and delusions accompanied by nosebleeds. So listen, folks, if you're hanging around out in the so, outdoors. So like when you're high on cocaine and crack. Correct. Maybe that's the Slender Man. Yeah. Maybe yeah. That's, maybe that's what it really is. Maybe that's the new that's the new term hunger, hunger, oh. for for cocaina is the uh, the Slender Man. Man, this fucking party's sweet. You got any Slender, bro? So now let's talk about some of the stories. All right. So early stories featuring him, uh, the Slender Man, a.k.a. doing cocaine targeting children and or, or young adults. So it was all about the children and young adults. This guy was like, you know, hey, we're going after the, the little kids. Some featured young adults driven insane or to act on his behalf, while others did not. And others claim that investigating the Slender Man will draw his attention. So it's kind of like Candyman. You know, you talk about Candyman. Candyman shows up, takes his hook, and shoves it right up your ass. Ciao! Yeah, just... So not, not very original. He right. does say, Candyman says that he'll basically split you from your... Your fucking butthole to your neck. That's right. Give you a new freaking orifice. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that next time you're jerking off. Dave. <laughs> sorry. God. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, my bad. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Sorry. Too much. Sorry. Sorry. Too much. All right. Anyway. What the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> do we need... Do, should we talk? Later. Okay. So the web series that um, <laughs> Jeff loves, um, Marble Hornets, established the idea of proxies, which are humans who fall under the Slender Man's influence. Though initially they were simply violent, in, violently insane rather than puppets of the Slender Man. Marble Hornets also introduced the idea that the Slender Man could interfere with video and audio recordings as well as the, quote, Slender Man symbol. Yep. Which they fly is, through the signal. It's no, you're, no, no. The marble armored. Disrupts the it's signal. It's not the same thing. It's Jeff. like having a cement wall in front of Wi-Fi. It's not the same, same. thing. No. Yeah. Well, watch the series. Okay, I'll watch it. All right, just for you, I will. Okay. Which basically looks like a, uh, a circle with an X through it, um, and uh, which became a common trope of Slender fiction. So wherever you saw that, that's where the Slender Man was. Oh. Yeah. So it's kind of like Blair Witch. Correct. So this is just a, 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 a smorgasbord uh, of a smorgasbord. Correct. It's not Borg. Bored. My bad. It's a buffet. It's a buffet. That's just, yeah, that's the, it's a buffet. It's, it's a buffet. You know, it's the same kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have a little bit of everything. <laughs> it's a fucking sausage, buffet. Get your sausage back to bring it to the buffet. <laughs> Look, if you sneeze over the fucking buffet, I got to throw everything the fuck away. All right? So fucking don't sneeze. Over there, we got flavored chips. Over here, we got sausage. Put your fucking mouth away. This fucking COVID thing. I can't have a fucking buffet now because of you and your fucking shit. Oh, that's Where's right. Where's sneeze gods? <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. need a fucking sneeze, God, if you don't fucking sneeze. How's that? Well, what if I get pollen in get my Get the nose? fuck out of my fucking shop. Okay. All right. So graphic violence and body horror are uncommon in the Slender Hor- Man meeting. Horror? Body horror? Body horror? Horror. 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 You said horror. 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 Are you saying Pam? <laughs> so listeners out there, I just want to say enjoy our last episode of live because... <laughs> Next week, we're all going to die from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Dude, I'm telling you, this is going to be rough. So anyway, uh, it's like uncommon. Said, 20 like minutes in the show, last, we're going to be I can't yeah. wait to be honest. Last episode alive, like we're going to do it from beyond the grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Next week will be our last episode alive. because we. That's we, our angle right there, dude. He's going down. It is. The first undead podcast. 
I like it. And it's new season. New season. Ooh. By the way, Jeff just brought up something I totally forgot about. This is the last episode of season three. Yeah. What do you what do you think about that, Moody? A lot of shit has happened this season. Thank you. We a lost, lot of shit. We lost Riley. And we did well. We didn't lose him. We know where he's at. Yeah. But well, yeah. <laughs> we Jesus him. Christ. I'm yeah. like, oh. That sounded it made my stomach. Every, we gained a moody. We we did gain a moody. Yeah. In season three. And we moved eight times. We have moved eight times. This <laughs> Just multiply it. It sounds right. Multiply by two. I think it was uh, and subtract three forty-seven. Yeah, like I said. Oh, subtract three forty-four. Okay, cool. So anyway, the graphic violence and whatnot, uh, they were uncommon in the Slenderman mythos. With uh, many narratives choosing to leave the fate of his victims obscure, so whatever happened to them, they were like, "Hmm, what happened to him?" You know, leaving it open, dangling that carrot. And few of the retellings identify exactly what kind of monster the Slender Man might be and what his specific intentions are. And these points all remain mysteriously and usefully vague. Mm. So it's basically a hodgepodge. It's a cornucopia of all these different stories and, and tellings. And then people took it and ran with it, which I think is really cool. I do think it's super cool that they kind of like made their own thing out of this. I do think it's awesome. However, I wish to God kids would not have been subjected to it because unfortunately they don't have the mental prowess to separate that from reality. And that leads us unfortunately into what we're going to talk about next. Now, so this was like a new age, bloody Mary. Yeah. Yeah. For a new generation. Kind of. Yeah. Or, or a freaking like we just said, a candy man kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's that, that's that guy that's going to come out and he's going to do something bad to you. If you don't do something else kind of thing or vice, you know, whatever it's the thing. It's an urban legend. Well, The whole thing with the slender man is, is, is because of the fact that the, the origins of it are known, like you can pinpoint a fucking day in a year and if you look at it you can pinpoint the exact fucking time that this shit was posted right so it's an urban legend that kind of i don't even know just spiraled out of control and grew into this major thing even though like when you look at different ones like the bloody mary and you look at a lot of the other urban legends and stuff like there's you no don't really date. know where that came from. It's all kind of like, well, we think it came from here, right. but it could have come from this. It's got but elements. This of you this. have an exact right. moment in time when it actually took place, and and whoever actually created it. Yeah, you know exactly who it was. Like you right. could call that guy and fucking talk to him on the phone and be like, hey, what, what's up with that? But like, it still like took on this fucking life of its own because after those original two posts everybody just kind of like gravitated towards it. It was one of those things that people saw it and were like, I can fucking run with this. Like I can make this into something. And other people would say the same thing and everyone had their own little thing to add to it. And everyone had their own little twist on the story. It's it's like Jeff said, it's the telephone game, except. And it becomes so diluted, even though we're in like that digital age, it becomes so diluted and there's enough people that don't pay attention and they just see that shit. They're like, oh, I've never heard of this guy. This is fucking amazing. And they but, run with it. But hear me out on this. The digital age is what made this next thing we're going to talk about. To me, my opinion, it made it happen. And the reason is because back in the day, information and, and, and horror stories and stuff like that wasn't readily available. You couldn't just jump onto right. a computer and find some horrible shit. Yeah, these camp, kids, campfire tales. Right. These kids are desensitized yeah. to stuff, but they're also not old enough to understand 
that it's, it's not fake. true. Right. Okay. And because they, they don't know to like actually do some they research. Can't they can't differentiate. Yeah. You know, all they see is murder, murder, murder all over the place and people killing, killing, killing and all this. And then all of a sudden they see so, this and this goes along with the Channel 9 news right. or something that popped up on a news feed that they shouldn't even fucking be on. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden they take it to heart. I actually have a little quote from uh, the guy that he was in, he was interviewed or something. And it, it actually okay. touches on that. And okay. um, the, uh, Basically, this is him explaining why this the story took off, even though it was clearly a fake, a fake story. Right. And he says it differs from the prior concept of the urban legend in that it is on the internet, and this both helps and harps harm harps harms the status of the Slender Man as one. In my personal opinion, an urban legend requires an audience ignorant of the origin of the legend. It needs unverifiable third and fourth hand or more accounts to perpetuate the myth, which is what we were just talking exactly. about. Exactly. On the internet, anyone is privy to its origins as evidenced by the very public something awful thread. But what is funny is that despite this, it still spreads. Right. So he's saying to him, it's not really an urban legend because to be an urban legend, you have to have that kind of Vegas. mystery. Yeah, like you don't know be, where right. this shit came from. They've been talking about it for years. Like the bloody Mary thing's been around for God knows how long right. and all that kind of stuff. Candyman's a little different. Cause that dude literally made that for the movie that was brought. That was a character made up for the movie, but that's another one that kind of caught on and was like, right. But, uh, so he's saying he has no, he's like, I don't get it because it's obviously fake. You can go see where it came from. But it still spreads. But what and happens? The key thing is, the key thing to me, though, is he says in there, requires an audience ignorant of the origin. Correct. And if you take that, and although this is online and readily available, a very good portion of the people in this country or this world take it today, even though it's readily there, which is evident by tons of different things that you see people talk about. Politics are, are fucking, huge about Look how right the now. media controls Absolutely. everything. They're fucking ignorant. Fake news is everywhere. People do not take the time to research to find out what is real and what is not. And they and take goes, things at face value. And it goes, this is, so when he says that it, it takes an audience that's ignorant of its origins, that's exactly what this had. This is exactly what this is because a couple of people knew what it was started making their own stories, spreading it. It got picked up by a bunch of different places and people that don't pay attention read a story or two about it like, oh, oh, this dude's fucking creepy. And then it just kind of perpetuates itself. Right, because they don't take the time to find out whether or not it is real. Right. And then when you're and talking it, dude, about 12-year-olds. Today, today, like for us, literally a fucking 10-second Google search is all you need to find out that this is a, it's fake. Right. It's fucking fake. But when you're 12 years old, and you're looking up stuff and you see something and you go tell your friend about it, you're not going to try and debunk this thing. You immediately take it at face value. Right. Most, and so yeah, therefore most, right. they are, especially back in what, 2010 You're susceptible to that kind of or shit, 2012 man. when this happened, I think uh, the murder was, or the attempted murder, I guess attempted, was yeah. 2000. Was it 12? Uh, for, uh, 14, 14. 2014. Okay. 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 The girls so, were 12. Right. That's what it was. So let's talk about this real quick. All right. And and listen, passengers. You know we don't talk about this kind of stuff very often, but this is um this this is a different one for us. And you know it is the season finale for season three, and we kind of wanted to get and a little it, bit dark it's a on this. Pretty integral part of this whole mythos and, and story. Very man. very very important. And this to is the this. kind of shit that keeps these things going. And this is why you got to fucking keep an eye on what your fucking kids are looking at. And I'm talking to you, listener, passenger, right now. If you got kids, if you're watching what they're doing and you're checking their fucking Twitter and if they're on Twitter or whatever the fuck they're on and you're checking it, you're a good ass parent. The rest of you guys step the fuck up. 
And uh, that's me saying that right now. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. You can stop it. Right? Thank you. Sorry, is it too much? No, you do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, be a parent, you know? Like, Jeff, you and I both know, man, you don't let your kids, you, like, yeah. your kids are little right now, but when they're older... Nah, you just they, gotta smack them around. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So let's talk about... Go get your teddy give bear! Give let's talk about to the chops every once in a while. That's right. You know. Let's talk about the... And he's kidding, folks, obviously. And I'm not, but anyway. Am I? <laughs> so let's talk about I, this unfortunate I stabbing. I don't beat my children. Yeah, so he does not beat just, his children. I got to state that because, yeah. you know, ignorant audiences and things. Correct. Yeah. Not that you guys are ignorant. Yeah, but our our listeners aren't ignorant. They wouldn't be listening to this if they were. You guys are freaking awesome. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the exact opposite of what's going on. Moody, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the stabbing. All right. So you got the victim, Peyton L- uh, Lautner. I, I believe that's how you would pronounce her name. Lautner, maybe. Yeah, L- yeah. Lautner. And uh, the the ones who did the stabbing, which are Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser, uh, were all 12-year-olds at the time of the stabbing and were classmates enrolled in the same school. The school's principal later confirmed that neither Wire nor Geyser had any prior disciplinary issues. So these girls were good girls. They had been in a sleepover together the night before the stabbing, and the the girls who did it, um, which would be Anissa and Morgan, um, had discovered Slenderman on the Creepypasta wiki, um, you know, Wikipedia, whatever. They later said that they had believed Slenderman to be real and had wanted to demonstrate their loyalty to him, loyalty to him so they could become his proxies, which we talked about earlier, um, prove his existence and prevent him from harming their families. They believed that the only way to do this would be to kill someone. So it, now, let's just discuss that part real quick. So they were doing this more so because they were afraid of what may transpire and take place to their families because... Yeah. Right of of Slender Man, and if you know he would come and harm they their families, they believed if they didn't do it, then something bad would happen to them and their family. Right. So in saying that, you almost have to feel a little bit. Your heart has to kind of go out to him a little bit for doing this, especially at twelve year twelve years old, and again not being completely cognitive of of things going around you. And I'm not saying by any means what they did was okay. All right. right so let's right, just right. preface that right now because they're fucking twelve because it's fucked up. Right. So now after which you know. It's it's just it's just fucked up. So anyway, so Wire and Geyser initially planned to attack Lautner on May 30th, 2014. They planned to tape the victim's mouth shut, stab her in the neck, and run away. They did not carry out that attack. Wire and Geyser were believed to be too tired or too groggy at that time. And a second plan called for attacking Lautner in a bathroom in a local park, choosing the location for the fact that the bathroom had drains for Lautner's blood. These are 12-year-old girls talking about this. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're not paying attention to what the fucking kids are doing, man, like just please do that for the sake of your family and everybody else's family out there. Jeff, what's up? I've got a, uh, it looks like an interview with Morgan Geyser and her attorney. Oh, yeah. On YouTube. It's like uh, the room cam. Awesome. What do you got? I don't know, let's check it out. Jerry told I wanted to be locked up so that I couldn't hurt her, but that time is past and now I'm in here because. We were careless. I knew this would happen. I knew we'd get in trouble. Well, we're just trying to sort this out right now and figure out what all happens. So you wanted to get locked up so you would get in trouble? I don't want, I wanted to, I didn't really genuinely want to be locked up, but at one point I sort of did. Just. It seemed... So you decided a while ago that on the sleepover night that this is what you did? 
Yeah. Why do you think it was your sleep overnight that your Because sleep? it was, we were all, we would all be together. It was a flawless plan, actually. I don't know exactly why, though. So you guys got the knife from your mom's house. You guys ended up going to the park. Yeah. And then you guys went down by the woods. Why did you guys go over by the woods? Because we knew what we had to do. We led her there and tricked her. The last thing she said was me to to me was, I trusted you. And then she said, I hate you. And then we lied to her, and Lisa said that she'd go get help. I didn't have anything to do with the lying, though. That was all on Lisa. She said we were going to go get help. How did you trick her to get down there? We said that we were going to go bird watching. People who trust you become very gullible, and it was sort of sad. Not like offensive. Well, that's sad, but it was sad to do this. So you guys told me you were going on that bird watch, and then what happened? And then we said that we were going to play hide and seek, and then I used to jump her, and then it was like, it happened really fast, and I keep trying to forget. So you were going to play hide and seek? Mm hmm because normally we like playing hide-and-seek, because hide-and-seek's a fun game. I like hiding. So you yeah, and then Anissa jumped her? Mm-hmm. And she said Morgan, now. Well, actually she said Kitty, because her code names for each other were Scorpion and Kitty. She was Scorpion because she tends to be aggressive, things like that. So she said Kitty now, and what did that mean? Um, my name was Kitty's because, mm -hmm. well, she sort of, I have four cats at home, and she says that I act like a cat sometimes. I so when she said Kitty now, what did she do? Then we stabbed her. Who had, who stabbed her first? I think, um, Anissa stabbed her first, and then I continued, and then, and she was like, Morgan, make sure she doesn't escape. And then it was like, uh. So you think that it was Anisha first? Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah. Not really. It's sort of confusing because I've been trying to block out the screams all day. So how many times, so then how did you get the knife from Anissa? She sort of just shoved it into my hand, and there it was. And then I didn't know what I did. It was—it sort of just happened. It didn't feel like anything. It was like air. So she put the knife in your hand, or what'd you do? And I just continued to. You know what happened, didn't you? I actually really don't. Somebody else is talking to her. Anissa so you continue 
we decided that my visa said that it was enough, and then Bella was like, I can't see, I can't see, and then I said, I'm sorry. This had to happen, and she was like, why? And then I, I said that I was just, it was necessary, I can't. I can't explain why. Please don't cut off my head. Nobody's gonna cut off your head. So I have to so you guys how many times do you think you stabbed her? I don't know. It happened very quickly. All I heard was screaming. How many times did you guess? Right back after this. What? What do you mean we're back to the show? Oh shit! Everybody, we're back to the show. Let's have a good time. Woo-hoo! All right. So the actual attack took place in a nearby forest known as David's Park during a game of hide and seek on May thirty first, two thousand fourteen. Uh, Lautner was pinned down and uh, she was stabbed nineteen times in the arms legs and torso with a kitchen knife with a five inch long blade two wounds were to major organs one missed a major artery of her heart by less than a millimeter and another went through her diaphragm cutting into her liver and her stomach wire told the victim to lay down because the blood will come out slower wire and geyser then told lautner they would get help for her but instead simply left lautner dragged herself to a nearby road where she was found by a cyclist it's a 12-year-old girl stabbed 19 times and dragged herself that, to a nearby road. That is a tough little kid, man. That little kid deserves like everything she ever wanted in life because she's a badass is what she is. Uh, Wire and Geyser were apprehended near Interstate 94 at Staten, uh, Steinhoffel's Furniture Store. And uh, the knife used in the stabbing was in a bag they carried. While Geyser felt no empathy, Wire was described as feeling guilty for stabbing the victim but felt that the attack was needed to appease Slenderman. So Geyser was the one that we just listened to in the interview. Right. She's she's the one that, like, don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. Which you could listen to her. But I mean, she didn't like, want her head cut off. Right. Remember that. And like you said, she just matter of fact. The entire time she's talking, it's this girl who's just like, yeah, this is like, what happened. This is, we went out last night, and we did this, yeah. and whatever. We were I, hanging out, and we just stabbed somebody. Yeah, I'm Kitty. The other one's Scorpion, because she's aggressive, and I have lots of cats. Right. Like, it's, like what? It's, it's it's absolutely insane. And Lautner left the hospital seven days after the attack. Jeez. She returned to school in September of 2014. So, so that little survived. girl, she survived. Yeah, she's well, good. Alive. Good. She is a badass little chick. So if Peyton Lautner's out there, and if anyone happens to know of her, who she is now, uh, 18 years of age. Um, so she's an adult, and I hope she is kicking ass out so there. They should put the other two bitches on a firing squad and let that little girl shoot them. them. They found. <laughs> they found them. They're 12 not, years old. They it's, found them not guilty by reason of insanity. No, she well, got let's 40, get into that. 40 years. Geyser got 40 years. Well, let's talk in about a, her in a mental institution. They oh. didn't. They were found not guilty. Well, let's because of mental. Okay, let's get into Def, that. So, yeah, mental like and, mental defect. Or right in 2017, Wire pled guilty to being a, a part to attempted second degree homicide. A jury then found her not guilty by mental disease or defect. Like Moody was just saying, Geyser accepted a plea offer under which she would not go to trial and would be evaluated by psychiatrists to determine how long she should be placed in a mental hospital. She later pled guilty but was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect and was diagnosed with schizophrenia, 
from which her father also suffers. Okay. So that is, that's, that's geyser. That's the one we listen to the one with no empathy or whatever, which, right. you know, She's a I, I would love to get into the whole, you know, whether you are born with it or like genetically right. or, you know, or nature versus nurture kind of thing. Um, but unfortunately that's for an entirely different thing. Well, with, with schizophrenia, that's one of those things that you commonly see passed down. Yeah. It's genetic. For yeah. sure. You ever meet anybody with it? I don't, uh, yes, I don't know I anybody have. personally. Yeah. It's, it's Did interesting. I know it's, 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 um, for lack of a better word, it's, it's, um, you never know what mood they're going to be in. It's That's the hard part. It's yeah. very disheartening. It is. They because they don't know. They can't help it. But it's it's like simple switches and stuff. Like too. I have a good. We had a good friend that has it and had it. Uh, well, let's. And he was. I'll just I'll just say he was a musician. Okay. And we did several projects or bands with him huh. through a couple of years. You actually knew him better and were around him more than I was. But it was one of those things where like I would pick him up because he didn't drive. And uh, I would pick him up to go to practice and like we'd be driving and I'd be like, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, man, everything's good, blah, blah, blah. And then like the next day, same scenario, same setup. How's it going? He wouldn't even look at me staring out the window. You OK? And he'd just turn and look and be like, huh. OK, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's it's that's actually you one of the people about? I was going to say yeah. that I knew that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so it's, so it's like you feel bad because it's you don't know how they're going to be and you want to be adaptive and supportive and it's also not their but fault. it's difficult and no it's, i'm not saying hard. it is but yeah. it's hard to be adaptive to it because you sure. don't know you know what i mean it's right off the rip it's, it's hard. either one way or the other it's very hard so wire was sentenced to 25 years to life um in inter uh indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked confinement and involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute followed by communal uh supervision until age of 37 and this is when she was 12 so she's going for a while to yeah. do that yeah. geyser when sent was sentenced to the maximum 40 years to life an in, uh, indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked confinement and in, in, in addition to involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute until complete resolution of symptoms or until age 53 now hold on let me ask a question real quick it says whichever may happen first followed by continued communal supervision periodic reevaluations and or reinstitution and further treatment as needed as required by the sentence imposed so wait a minute Let's just say she yeah, gets to the age of 53 weird. and her symptoms are still there. She's just allowed to be let loose. I, yeah, I don't know how that that's worded. Like that makes me that's the way it sounds. And that's what gonna, it sounds to me. OK, well, we I was going to say we can't it, keep it make her, it worse. We can't keep her any longer, so we'll let her out, but we'll just keep an eye on her. Yeah, yeah. Think about it this way. All right. You, you spend 40 years or whatever it is, 30 years, 20 years. Uh, pick a number. Who cares? You spend that much amount of time in a mental hospital. And let's say if you're not quite all there, right? But you work on it, work on it over these years or whatever. And then you get to that point that they're talking about where you could be, you could be released. Don't you think you, you, you host some kind of animosity or hostility and negativity to the fact that you've basically been locked down? I mean, obviously it was your fault, what you did, but don't you think you would come out and some, always have that in the back of your head? See, like they fucking locked me up. What the, and then you snap. Like depends. You it depends on the person. It depends on the treatment too. Depend. Yeah. I mean, some people do that and they, they get treatment, they get medicine, everything like that. And they're, as long as they continue on with their treatments, they're fine. See, I don't know though, but you look at like, okay, good example is There's uh, always PSTD gonna... from uh war veterans, right? They go overseas, like, you know, PTSD. Uh, PTSD. Is it PSD? Yeah. yeah PTSD. Fuck yeah. that up. But ESPN. You look for like like uh, Desert Storm. There's a really good movie called Jarhead with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, good movie. So like you know you're trained, you're trained, you're a killing machine. You go over there and you're you're doing your job and everything is like gung fucking ho, hundred ten percent. And then they come home 
and they can't adapt back that's a to little, normal that's life. That's a little bit different, though. How is it, though? Because if well, you're because, locked away for 30, nobody's, 40 years... nobody's trying to help you. They're just telling you right. to go kill people, and then they're like, there you go! Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no support network. Right, exactly. There's nobody like sitting there, whether it's medication or or treatment or whatever it is. There's nobody trying to actually help you get back into society. I guess yeah, if you baby stepped it in, but with them, what they do is just go some kind of. Hey, you were great at killing people. Um, see you later. You know, and then they go back out. McDonald's is higher and have fun. Right, right. If they even get a job at McDonald's. So yeah. in 2018, a Wisconsin judge sentenced Geyser to 40 years under mental health facility supervision. While Geyser will periodically have the opportunity to petition for her release from a mental health facility in the future, she will remain under institutional care for the duration of the sentence. So she's definitely there for 40 years, 40 years. In, a, in a mental institute. Right. And during her trial, Geyser had been committed to the Winnebago Mental Health Institute and was the youngest patient there. Well, obviously, she so, was 12 years old during the trial or 13, four, early teens, yeah, regardless. Yeah. Like, of course, she's going to be the youngest one there. So I have a... In, uh, it says in October 2019, Peyton, who was the girl that got stabbed, Correct. Um, did an interview and she spoke out. And this is, uh, she said, quote, I have come to accept all of the scars that I have. Um, she said in an interview with ABC, it's just a part of me. I don't think much of them. They will probably go away and fade eventually. Like, that's where she's like. She's at. What can you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Dude, that's, I, that's I want to meet this but little girl be a tough or this thing. young so that woman was when she now. was. So she was uh, seventeen when she said that. I do. I want to meet. I want to meet this young woman. I I want to just freaking man. be like, dude, good job. Because, dude, you're that's you're, how you're you what thirty. That's how you hope your kids are. Right, but you're how old are you? Thirty. I'm fucking forty. You're forty. Okay, forty years old. I appreciate it. Though. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> somebody drags you off someplace and stabs you nineteen times. How are you going to react? I'm just going to fucking give up. <laughs> right, like, like yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And this little girl, 12 years old, she drags herself away. And then when she walks away, she's like, you know, I hope to, you know, let the scars kind of fade away, kind of yeah. thing. You know, I don't know. It's it's brilliant Depends to on me. That will to survive. Man. Yeah, that'll yeah, be mentally tough to deal with something like that, man. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the reactions that took place because of the stabbing. So in the aftermath of the stabbing, the creepypasta wiki was blocked throughout the uh, Wakisha school district because they didn't want any other kids looking at this shit. On uh, the Tuesday following the oh, stabbing, yeah, you know all the other kids are gonna be like, "Ooh, I gotta see what this yeah. is all about." What is that about? Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. So I'm glad they did that. On the Tuesday following the stabbing, uh, Slenderman creator Eric Knutson said, "Quote: I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to the families of those affected by this terrible act." Slosh uh, Slosh Train, the administrator of the Creepypasta Wiki, said that the stabbing was an isolated incident, that did not accurately represent the Creepypasta community, which sounds like fucking step up and say something dude like that seems kind of shitty to say he also stated that creepypasta wiki was literally a literary website and that he did they did not condone murder or satanic rituals <laughs> i would duh. fucking hope not yeah duh you dumb shit how about saying something like man this fucking sucks i'm so sorry as opposed to well you know we don't condone this kind of activity see, at you the stupid same time, shit at the same time you almost have to say that yeah. Because if you don't say that, people are gonna throw it out there be like oh they don't care they probably want people to do that because right. it'll give them more clicks you know? He made a movie. I mean, I'm sure he got ad revenue and everything. So. No. I don't even know. Was that the same guy that made the movie? I'm sure he got royalties. I don't know, man. I don't know if he ever copyrighted Because that shit, literally, he put those two pictures up and it just fucking took off. And everybody yeah, was Yeah, but you would think it. after it starts to go viral and shit, people will start digging like, who made this? And but then they would contact never, him. If he never did a copyright or anything like that. You know what that sounds to me like is that for our Patreon listeners that want to hear some bonus material, maybe we'll research exactly who got paid off of the Slenderman movie 
talk and about all it. that stuff, and we'll talk about that on. Pretty there. sure Chainsaw was a an actor in that. <laughs> He's a stunt double. So He's, he certainly wasn't the Slender Man. <laughs> wow. I have uh, no doubt. all we love you, brother. <laughs> uh, members of the Creepypasta community held a 24-hour live stream on YouTube from June 13th to the 14th in 2014 to raise money for the stabbing victim. Joe Jaswoski, an administrator on a Creepypasta website, said the purpose of the stream was to show that members of the community cared for the victim and did not condone real-world violence because they enjoyed fiction that contains violence. So again, it's just because your kid happens to you know, play a violent video game does not mean you're going to be a violent person. Right. Not you know true. What, I mean? right. like, what do you mean? Not true. When I first played Mortal Kombat, I beat the shit out of this kid at school and I almost did a fatality, but I got stopped. Oh my God. Dude, can we mute his? <laughs> did that really happen? No. Oh, you son of a bitch. Anyway, I was thinking to myself, oh my God, he actually tried to kill a kid. <laughs> you imagine like a little, little me on the playground trying to cast ice balls as Sub-Zero. Like, Get over freeze, here! Freeze. Yeah. Finish <laughs> With him. a chain, like literally trying yeah. to drag him to hell. They're like, hey, Chucha, uh, what you doing? You ain't sub zero. <laughs> so on August 12th, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker issued a proclamation declaring Wednesday, August 13, 2014, quote, Purple Hearts for Healing Day, and encouraged the people of Wisconsin to wear purple on that day to honor the victim of the stabbing. He also praised the quote strength and determination exhibited by her during her recovery. The city of Madison, Wisconsin. What's up? So it's a double-edged sword, though. And I don't want to like beat a dead horse and keep bringing this up. But why would you beat a dead you, horse? Never. I never understood that one either. Like, there's just a dead horse laying here. Yeah. You're just kicking the shit out of it. Like, <laughs> like anyway, because it's, it's already dead. That's the whole metaphor. Yeah, but God, well, even I know that. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah, but why are you beating a live horse? You fucking asshole. You wouldn't. That's why it's what a metaphor. Mean? It's, a it's not a metaphor. If you're beating a live it's horse, a it's a metamorphosis <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. All right. So. It's it's one thing to survive it, right? It, that's an amazing feat. But that girl's going to have nightmares for the rest of her life. She's going to be fucked up for the oh, rest for sure. of her life. Me personally, and I know this is going to be dark, and maybe people are going to be like, what the fuck? I probably would have rather just died, to be honest with you, rather than go the rest of my life suffering with nightmares and trauma. You're talking about PTSD a few minutes ago. Yeah. She's going to yeah. have severe PTSD. I'm sorry. That's just the way well, I am. Here, though. Wait a minute. But from what Moody said that she actually said, maybe she won't. Maybe she's one of those people that can actually put something put it behind her. Behind it's them. Pretty rare. That takes a maybe. very fucking strong person. Yeah. The kind of person that can drag their 12 year old ass to a fucking highway for help after getting say, stabbed she's 19 times. She's mentally strong enough to pull that off. If man. anyone can but do we, it. Okay, well, let's go around the she table. Can. Would you rather have just died than deal with that shit for the rest of your life? It's tough to personally. Say, I don't know because I've, I've never been in a situation like that. Yeah, I mean, you could I've guess been, though. I mean, you could you kind of know how you are. Like me, I know I would rather just die. I don't know. I, I think, know. It. I don't think I would. No. 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 I, you. Me, I'd rather have something to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. 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 I mean, Shameless. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so the city of Madison, Wisconsin, held a one-day Bratwurst Festival to honor the victim on August 29th, several days, which seems really fucking weird to. Have a bratwurst festival. You cook a bunch of bratwurst it's for a good cause. That hey. girl got stabbed. Go get your sausage. <laughs> <Go get> your <laughs> you had Joe Pesci with like a little apron on. He's flipping the bratwurst. Like, who wants this? Well done. So what was cool about it was that the hot dogs and bratwurst were sold to raise God. money towards her medical costs. And the event was run by over 250 volunteers and raised over $70,000. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. That's a so lot that's, of that's, that's a lot really of sausage. Really fucking yeah. cool. It's a lot so, of sausage. <laughs> so now, one last thing we're going to talk about real quick before we go into uh, this week's WTF. 
You know oh what I'm boy. Hold up. I got, I don't know. What are you going into? Next? Um, basically just talking about the, uh, the, the impact of the internet and okay. with these kids and stuff. Do you I, have something uh, just, to add? Yeah. Just real quick. Okay. Um, it says that, uh, I, I found a little article talking about some of the other things that happened, uh, basically, you know, being pinned on slender man. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it says that, uh, after the Wisconsin stabbing, a 13-year-old Ohio girl believed to be obsessed with Slenderman attacked her mom with a knife. Jesus. The same year, a 14-year-old girl from Florida reportedly set her house on fire after reading about the Slenderman. So copycat killers. This happens all the time. Even in September of 2018, tabloids are reporting Slenderman sightings. Literally, The Sun just published a piece called Real Slender Man spotted. Terrifying footage emerges as man goes missing in forest. So Jeez. this was this was a year and a half ago, and there's still people like we fucking saw him. Like we know he's so it's still it's, a thing. It's you're fucking yeah, in forest. It's, it's 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 that fucking uh, you know. So let me ask you a question, crazy, both man. you guys here. Did you know? And are, I don't mean and I don't mean anything derogatory by this. All girls. All young girls, which is which is very strange. But let me ask you a question: Because they are generally the people, they are generally not the, the ones, type of people yeah. that do that type of shit. Are the people who created and allowed this content to be online should they be held accountable? No, not at all. Okay, no, because that's just that's like the, the whole thing the with case, music. Yeah, if that's the case, then every musician, every movie, every yeah, whatever, correct. And I agree hundred percent with you. you I just wanted to hear you your point of view. You can't open up that can of worms, man. So the stabbing resulted in an extensive debate about the role of the internet in society and its impact on children. Russell Jack, uh, Waukesha Police Chief, said that the stabbing quote should be a wake up call to, for all parents, adding that the internet quote is full of information, wonderful sites that teach and entertain but that it can, quote, also be full of dark and wicked things. I will 110% agree with that. 100%. That's what I was just saying earlier. That's why we as parents find so much shit and basically delete our parenting for the past fucking however long you've been raising your kid in a heartbeat. heartbeat. As parents, we have got to make sure we're watching what they're doing. You're not going to... But you almost can't, though, anymore because it's everywhere. No, you can't. No, no, I'll tell you why. Because you literally have to cut them off like a social life completely because it's in the fucking video games that they play on the headsets, the shit that they hear. See, my kids, don't, my say, kids don't do that. It's shit. on every I mean, YouTube they're also, video. You know, they're also younger than your It's kids, also right? in all the fucking music. I See, mean, but it's in not, school at recess. It's everywhere. You can't control but, it. But what I'm saying is you can, you can somewhat minimize it, but you can't control it. Fully. What I'm more saying is that stuff may be out there. And as a parent, you better you be able to that. talk to your kids and explain to them Reality. what they're listening right. to, what they're watching, exactly. what they're dealing with. Every time my kids watch, growing up from little, my oldest is 25 now. My youngest is about to be 13. Every time they watched anything that was like, you know, horror laden, and I never let them watch horror movies, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. even Gremlins or something like that. We're watching that. I'm like, you know, you know this, this is, is not, fake. it's not real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These people aren't actually dying. As parents, we have to make sure that we are, Getting inside their head to make sure that, and and if you see telltale signs, that's when you rip that shit away. Yeah, and I hate to say this too because we don't dip into this, but religion does help. Yeah. So my son goes to a Catholic school and he is religious. I'm not. His mom takes him. And uh, for example, over the weekend, um, my girlfriend's uncle passed away. Sorry um, to hear that. From old age, and she had mentioned it, and he was there. You know, my son was there, and he goes, "Oh, he's like, I'm really sorry. He's like, I'm going to pray for you and your family," and walked away. But that's like the manners my son has. You know, and there's something that's that's good. to be said about religion at a young age because it, it kind of instills them with the kind of 
that is a slippery slope because at the same time it could do the exact it, it, yes opposite. you're right you're right it can it's a very slippery slope it can for sure. but it's better than in my opinion than nothing and just getting all their their little brains absorbing everything from fucking youtube and twitch no, well, and that's where you Fortnite, and that's where you, you know? come in you know you got to be able to yeah you got to limit their exposure to you got to be a parent man and i'm not saying to be some you know nazi crazy overbearing whatever but you've got to oh, it's me and my mustache we have a question you're not allowed to play with the creepy pastas anymore okay every time my mustache told me you were watching something yesterday it's not like this what's this what's this is? so the forum should have like an age restriction and they could do that nowadays yeah most if you go most sites you go to now like depending on what they are like something like the creepy pasta shit or all that like you have to be it's it's usually like a thirteen or older, depending on what the content. But let's be honest about that. Oh, I lied. You it know, sits you there and lie. says, "I remember being like eighteen years old and going onto the Jack Daniels website because I wanted oh, to learn 21? more about it." Are you twenty yes, one? Yes, I am. Yeah. No, you're not. But as parents, we just got to teach our kids. First of all, you know what I mean. Just teach them the shit that you know that involved, they're man. going to be a part of. They're going to learn. They're going to see and hear this shit from other people in TV and social media and everything else. Be a fucking parent. Be a parent. Don't sit there and just go, oh, no. And don't be that asshole. It's like, that's it. I'm taking everything fucking away from you because this is bullshit. Well, and ten times fuck worse. all that. Yeah. We'll be right back after this. What? What do you mean we're back to the show? Oh, shit. Hey, everybody, we're back to the show. Let's have a good time. Woo-hoo! And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our new segment, WTF. Okay, so we had a little special occasion today. Normally, I bring a uh, a skit or a song or, or something, you know, generally insane. Yes. Today, we're going to do a little special thing because it is a holiday and it is our season finale. So oh. it is Father's Day today. It's Father's Day. We're all fathers. We are fathers. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers. Happy Father's Day. If you are a father and you're doing it right, man. Happy Father's Day to you. If you're not doing it right, we all know that we did the hard part of conceiving a child. (laughs) (laughs) I did not say that. I can't wait to see the posts line up on Facebook after this one. Literally, (laughs) literally, we did the hard part. I don't think that's conceiving a child. Oh no! Somebody's got to stay home and cut the grass while they're having the baby, right? Oh my God! All right. Anyway, holy shit. Okay. So, anyways. Father's Day, right? <laughs> I wanted to go around the table and I want Bunch us to tell I want us to tell all jokes favorite, folks. be funniest, favorite, scariest, whatever story of your own father. Okay, so I'm gonna go first while you guys oh, think of it since geez. I'm getting you on the all spot right, here. All right. So many. So I have two. I have a quick one and I have a little <laughs> bit long one. I'll start with the quick one real for, real quick here. So I work for family business. I work with my dad. And God, it's going to be 19 years here soon. 19 years ago, my girlfriend at the time got pregnant with my daughter. Okay. So I knew all about it. I haven't told my parents yet. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm 21 at this point. Okay. And I'm working at the business, like mopping floors. And because I was, you know, grunt work back then. And we happened that I'm like, how am I going to tell my dad? And you know, you know, my dad, he's really laid back. Nice guy. He'll give you the shirt off his back for sure. So I'm like, how am I going to tell this guy? He's going to kill me, right? So <laughs> I go into the break room and he happens to be getting coffee. I'm like, well, here's my window. So I'm like, hey, dad. He's like, yeah. And I told my girlfriend at the time, I'm like, yeah, she's pregnant. 
he looked at me and he smacked me in the back of the head so hard I thought I was going to fall over. And he looked at me, he smacked me really hard. I was like, oh, what the fuck? He's like, we'll get through this as a family. And he grabbed his coffee <laughs> and walked out of the room. That, that sounds that was like it. it. it that was sounds like, like Bud, for like, sure. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's a short one. That's awesome. Um, long story, not too long, but this is my favorite memory of my father. So we go on a camping trip every year. And this will be, we didn't get to go this year because of the COVID thing. But this would have been 22 years for me. And it started with my dad and his friends. And then their sons go, you know, and it just goes so on and so on. And we're up carry to like... On, carry on the tradition. Yeah, yeah. It's up to like 35 people every year. Oh. And we go fishing for a week. We get fucking wasted. We shoot cannonball. We got one guy, he's a chemist. He'll bring a bunch of black powder. And we'll launch bowling balls like 300 feet in the air, all in the woods. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's fun pretty time. amazing. So one year, and this was going back probably about, oh, I was probably mid-20s. And we're sitting around the fire and you get all walks of life at this thing, right? Because there's people from all over the place. This one guy was a big time pot smoker. Okay. And at the time, you know, we were just dabbling in bands and whatnot. So of course I smoked weed at the time. At the time I was smoking like a quarter a week. No, say yeah. it ain't so. Yeah, it was. I was Up with hope. <laughs> down with dope. Yeah. Dope so head. We're sitting around the fire or whatever. And this guy pulls out a joint and everyone's like, I'm like, oh shit, my dad's here. Like, what do I do? You know, and like everybody else, my brother-in-law at the time was there and he's like, oh, fuck. So guy starts passing the joint around and he gets to my dad. And I've never, ever talked about weed or none of that with my dad. Like it's never been a subject that was brought up. He grabs this joint. Okay, I shit you not. Total 70s, like grabs, he goes like a Cheech and Chong, just puffing on this, like hotboxing this joint. And then blows the smoke. I look at my brother-in-law. He looks at me. He's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, this is fucking weird. I don't know what to do. So then the joint keeps coming by. And I'm still blown away by this. It comes to me. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't do drugs. And I go to pass him. My dad's like, you pussy fucking hit it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> so I smoked it. My brother-in-law smoked. We got high as a kite. And we're just having a good time at the fire. Well, then my dad does a fucking somersault over the cooler. Because my dad never smokes weed. He hadn't smoked weed since he was like a younger guy. He just rolled off. So he wanted to be cool in front of the crowd and in front of me and my brother-in-law thinking like, yeah, I'm the man, you know? So he couldn't handle it. He fucking did a somersault over the, the cooler, broke his glass. We had to carry him back to his tent. It was amazing. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's one of my favorite memories. It's a little thing, but it's just, it was just so funny how it all that's went funny. down. That's but that's, funny, that's probably dude. my favorite memory of my father. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome, man. Who do you got anything? I'm still thinking. Of stuff. All right. So, you got something to go for. so my dad is... Uh, he's a cow rancher and he's, I got to hang out with him this weekend, um, for father's day, which is awesome. Cause he lives down in West Virginia. So I don't get to see him very often and, uh, just favorite memories. He's just really goofy. And so I'd be in my bedroom, super quiet, just watching a movie or TV or what whatever. What age is this? Uh, all ages. Okay. <laughs> Liter <laughs> literally like it, yeah, it's yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Like, it, like I'm surprised. In fact, he actually did this today to my son, <laughs> which was amazing, but we'll just sit there and I'm in my room and all of a sudden the door will just slam open real quick and he'll look at me and go, ask me my name. I'm like, oh, what's your name? And he goes, Bond, James Bond. And then closes the door and walks the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm like, what the dude? It was like probably the fifth or sixth time after I'm like, dad, you gotta stop doing that. <laughs> You're going to give me a fucking heart attack. He was just trying to catch you spanking it. Yeah, probably. Does he probably. do it in the accent though? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Bond. James Bond. Nice. Yeah, he does it all the time. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. My father is just, uh, he, he's really taught me um, uh, just how to be, he's 
I'm the only child in a family of like, you know, he's the youngest of 14 and I'm the only, only child in my entire family. Thank God. Well, you know, they broke the mold is what happened. You know what I mean? I was the only one because he's like, I can't top this. No, he actually knew that he didn't want to have to deal with another one of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. Can you imagine two of me floating around? Jesus. Oh, boy. Um, but no, my, my father is just awesome. And as, as far as other memories, man, like every memory of my dad has to be just goofiness in his. First of all, he is a history buff. And I know for a fact, if I can get him to listen to this podcast, he would absolutely fucking love it. Nice. He would tell me to stop swearing so much. Yeah. <laughs> but he would love it because he's tell a, him to listen to the Disney episode. Though. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's he's a nerd and he's just he's just he's awesome. And, and, and I, I love you, dad. If you happen to listen to this ever. I love you, man. Nice. For sure. Nice. What do you got, Moody? All right. I guess. Uh, so my dad, my dad has always been a pretty intense dude. Like uh, strict? Not really strict. Like growing up, my parents were always pretty cool. Like then I never really had any issues with them. It wasn't like you can't do anything. You can't go. In. It was nothing like that. But he was very, he's just an intense guy, like strong, silent type, like, you know, old school, whatever. He was, um, he was a firefighter his whole life growing up. Nice. Always, always held like two or three jobs at the time. Like one of those guys. And, um, <clears throat> so like there was, uh, it was one of those things like you never really, he never really showed a lot of emotion, you know what I mean? Unless he was like mad at me. <laughs> that was like the only time you ever really saw a lot of it out of him, which is fine because I was a, I was an asshole. Go figure. But uh, there were two things. There was a couple of things I always remember, like that I'll never forget. One of them was uh, this kind of sums up how he was. There was a uh, a lot of times when you're a kid, you know, whatever you sneak out of your house, you go fuck around at night or whatever. Whenever. So my dad was uh, he was a firefighter, so he worked overnight shifts. So he was, uh, he was at work one night and I decided I was going to sneak out with my friends and go talk around for a while, do whatever. Uh-oh. And, um, I, I snuck out of the house, was doing my thing, whatever. And I came home and my mom was up and she knew that I was gone. So I got home and she was like sitting in the kitchen waiting for me. And I was like, I got, I got home. I went around the back and I saw the lights on. I'm like, fuck. So I was sitting in the kitchen. I'm like. Well, I got to take this one, see what happens. So I went in and she was pissed, obviously. Like, she, she had called my dad at the fucking fire station at like three in the morning. Oh, it was God, bad. that's the it worst. It was bad, dude. So, like, you know, I was dreading the next day. And he came home and literally uh, for a week, it was about a week, the man did not talk to me. And the only thing he talked to me about was told me that I was going to go outside in the garage, scrape the whole fucking garage, and repaint it by myself. <laughs> That's awesome. So that's for, the next, awesome. for the next couple of days, like that's what I did. I got home. I had that's what I did. I was out in the garage scraping it with a fucking little scraper oh, in my hand, and then I had to repaint it. Didn't talk to me for like, I got the silent treatment, you know. Um, but then, so the other story is, is the exact opposite of that. Like this is, this is something that I'll always remember, and it's something I've told a few people, but like, whatever. Um, when I was nineteen. It was right around Christmas time. It was right after Christmas, actually. I got meningitis. And I was almost, I almost fucking died. Like, I was that bad. Like, the doctor told me a couple more hours. If I wouldn't have come in when I did, I probably would have died. Wow. And so, basically, I got home from work that night. And I thought it was, like, the flu. It was winter. It was snowing. It took me fucking forever to get home from work. Because I was, like, 45 minutes away anyways. And there was a huge blizzard. It was bad. And I started feeling shitty at work. My neck started bothering me. But I was doing electrical work at the time. I was up on a ladder all day, like up on the thing, looking at the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was just sore. By the time I got home, I couldn't even fucking move hardly. I was driving home with 
all my windows down and the air conditioning on in the middle of a fucking blizzard. That's how bad it was. So I basically had to crawl into my house and I got in there and my dad's like, what's wrong? Like, what the hell's, you know, what's wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sick. I'm really sick. He's like, go upstairs, take a shower, go to bed. It's probably the flu. I'm like, all right. I woke up the next morning. I was covered and it looked like blood blisters, like all over. I was like, what the fuck? And this was after like throwing up most of the night, like every hour. It was a bad night. Um, if you're eating right now, we greatly apologize, but uh, continue. Yeah, no, fuck them. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, so I called my mom because my dad was at work. I called my mom. I'm just like, and she was actually at the hospital at the time, the doctor's appointment or whatever. I was like, I think there's something wrong. Like, this isn't right. Like, I don't know what's going on. So she called my dad and had him come home. He came up the stairs, walked into my room, and he's like, what's going on? And I took the covers off. I showed him like my legs and my arms and uh, didn't even say anything. He was like, get your stuff on. We're going to the hospital. Like knew instantly that we had to go. He basically had to carry me downstairs, pick me up and put me in the car. We got to the hospital. He had to basically pick me up out of the car, put me in a wheelchair and all this shit. So I remember being in there and before they drugged me up, cause they fucking drugged me up good. Apparently I was spouting some crazy shit when I was drugged up, <laughs> but uh, I'll never forget. Like one of the last things I really remember is looking at my dad and seeing that look of like, um, just like, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, like concern yeah like i'd never really seen that out of my dad because he was always one of those guys was like ah oh, you're fine you're fine he was a paramedic his whole life you know it was blue collar family all that shit i'd hurt myself and he he'd probably be like, knew yeah. you were fucked he'd be like he'd be like ah, oh, you're fine like dude one time i was running down the stairs and i put a splinter of wood through my finger like all the way through the tip of my finger and i had to go to the, the fire station when he was working and he literally just dunked my hand in some fucking peroxide <laughs> grabbed a pair of pliers and fucking yanked it out and was like there you go get out of here <laughs> so yeah, you know He's like, I mean? we just saved like, on our health yeah, insurance yeah, deposit. Yeah. So that's 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 the kind of guy he was, you know. Mm -hmm. And not and that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying whatever, but I remember I'll never forget looking at him at that point when I was laying in there and just that look on his eyes of like, holy fuck, there's something. This is bad. Yeah. And like that look, it was one of those things where like you always know your parents love you, but that was one of those times where I looked at him and I fucking knew it. Yeah. Like, it was one of those moments where I was like. That's it. I knew you, you know didn't I mean? hate me, motherfucker. Exactly. It was just like, that was one of those, that's that's probably the one moment that yeah. I'll never forget when it comes to my dad. That's, that's cool. awesome. You know what? I'd, I'd like uh, I'd like to hear um, stories from our, our passengers right now. Like, if you guys want to, like, either email them to us or send them to us on Facebook or whatever, give us your best stories about your dads. Because dads are awesome. If you are a dad, give us a story about something you did. You know what I mean? That makes you, like, awesome dad. You know? We'd love to hear that shit. Yeah. And, and I don't care if you listen to this fucking six months from father's day like let's hear your yeah. dad's stories i got i got one more real quick awesome real quick so there was this kid who lived down the street that i ended up getting into it with one time and like i pushed him around a little bit and uh his dad, his dad came down to my house uh because they lived like right down the street his dad came down to my house we were eating dinner his dad came down to the house and like knock on the door my dad answered the door and this kid's dad just started in on him like yelling at him my dad waited like two seconds and just fucking flew off the handle on him like, you don't fucking come to my house and fucking blah, blah, blah. And I was just like at the table like, <laughs> like, dude, I was like, and the guy's face just dropped. I was just like, that's what I'm talking about. Was, yeah. it, was it the kid's dad that you went on the big wheel and called him an asshole? And then no, no, back? this was oh. a different. No, this was the, uh, but this is still was, pretty awesome. And dude. the funny thing was like later that like after dinner, I went outside or whatever. And uh, my, my friends were playing like down the street and they're like, Dude, was your dad yelling at somebody? <laughs> they, they used to call him Robo Pop. 
That's amazing. <laughs> Just nice. the way he was. Yeah. That's that was awesome. hilarious. I love that. That was so, hilarious, man. It's a little bit different from our normal WTF. I figured we'd give a little shout out, say a little story, whatever. But I want to do a cheers real that was quick. Good, man. To our dads and to cheers. everybody else's dads. To our dads. dads. Cheers to, to your dads. dads. To all the dads. All dads. Yeah. Salute. Absolutely. Cheers to you guys and to you awesome fathers out there. All right. Ah, so, all right, passengers. We hope you have enjoyed your fucked up ride with us on the Slender Man. And holy shit, is it fucked up? Don't forget to head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and at our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise at our new store, including the new Chancellor Tit-Tit <laughs> t-shirt, which is just fucking amazing, which is only going to be up for a limited time. So if you guys want to get on there and pick that shirt up, that'd be awesome. And we will donate 10% of every sale to the National Association on Mental Illness as well, because, you know, mental health is it's not it's not a joke you know what i mean we want to we want to help people that are struggling with mental health problems just like we were talking about today in this story and with the girl who is now going to be having to deal with that for a long yeah. fucking time all of them are going to have to deal with it for a long time and don't forget to send us your postcards and your greeting cards we will read them on every episode and make sure to send us the creepy shit you guys got laying around you can send that shit to the midnight train podcast p.o box 38206 olmstead falls it's o-l-m-s-t-e-d falls ohio 44138 and listeners keep asking, asking, that's, I just created a new word, asking, asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, if you guys like what you hear from us, consider being a producer of the show by heading over to www.themidnighttrainpodcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button. Is it live? It is live. live? Patreon is live. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> For as little as five bucks a month, you guys can get all kinds of cool shit like a custom shirt, a custom poster, custom sticker, bonus episodes, and way more. So if you're a diehard Midnight Train fan and you want to help produce this motherfucker, our Patreon is for you. For those of you that would rather, you know, leave us a one-time donation, you can head over to Pi PayPal. That's PayPal. Pi so That's where you can leave us pie. You can leave us pie at <laughs> PayPal. I'll fucking take that. <laughs> Chancellor Tittits loves hold PayPal. Up, hold up. There's our million-dollar idea. PayPal. PayPal. You can pay somebody in pies. I, I love that. I think we'd take that. With I'd like, rather do I'll, cookie, pal. I'll make you a sticker if you send me a fucking pie. <laughs> there you go. Moody Dude, will literally anybody, make you a sticker. No, all right, there it is. If anybody wants anything made, if you want a fucking t-shirt, you let me know. You send me a pie, I'll send you a shirt. You guys heard it, and you guys know what the uh, address is. I just gave it to you. Do you want you. a pie in the mail, though? Fuck it, I'll take it. I Freeze it. it. I mean, what if it's been like a week? Freeze it. You can ship that shit. You can ship food. The ship Food usually ships overnight. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway. Say, say ship five times fast. Ship, 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 ship. <laughs> that was six, I think. Anyway, you guys can leave us a one-time donation over at PayPal, which is different than PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> and use the email address, thebidnighttrainpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can easily like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, share the Midnight Train to everyone. It takes only a couple of minutes and word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you weekly episodes. We can't thank you all enough for all the love and support we have received. And you passengers really do keep this train moving. So thank you all so much for listening. Next week, you guys ready? Where, where's my Where's my button at? Wait, I got, I got, hold on, I found it. Ready? Go ahead. We're doing alien abductions for the first episode of season four with a very special guest. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. I actually got chills. Look, look, look. Yeah, look I got chills. I like it. This is going to be awesome. Are you announcing the guest or are we going to leave it as a surprise? The surprise guest. Surprise guest. Surprise guest. And we're also getting drunk as fuck in this one. Yeah, and we're also likely. going to get drunk most as likely. fuck. Oh my God. Yeah. We got to get the train derail sound too. Yeah, we got to get that. But hopefully we're, we're going to attempt as much as we can to not derail it. <laughs> um, because I, I, I don't want to die is all I'm saying. So um, also, so listen. For all of our people that are members on our website and that are listeners and whatnot that I know for a fact, they comment on our website and stuff. We have an entire list of shout outs to want to give. So here that goes. We want to give a huge, big ass flipping midnight train shout out to Bill B, Kevin, Matt, Diana, Christopher, Jacqueline, Katie, Michaela, Tommy. Uh, that's Tommy's speaker box, by the way. Jessica and Christina Skelton. Uh, make sure you check out the Sister Skelton not, podcast. Not to be confused with Tommy's sausage box. Right. Oh, I could call him that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Such a great guy. Uh, also, make sure you guys are checking out their podcast because I am going to be a special <laughs> guest coming up on this uh, this week's episode. Nice. Also, Riley, Diane, Alina, Stephanie, Julie, Laura, Cynthia, Kirsten, Dawn, Nicola, or Nicola, I would, Nicola, I would assume. Is that what it is? Nicola. Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> Chanel, Alex, Emily Ann, uh, Frandipi, which I believe is just their email address, but they didn't have an actual name on there. Uh, Danny, Melissa, Grace, Stormy, Eva, Rob at the Fun Box Podcast, Melissa, Chad, Wayne, Hager, Sean, Chris, Chainsaw, Jigsaw, Todd, David wow. V. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> David V, Justin K, Juan, Bellin, Ken and Brad at Voodoo Vodka, Chef Kevin, Katie, Samantha, and Davey, our Mexican Vato. Bam! Yeah, Davey! And if you want your name to be mentioned on the show, sign up as a member on our website or become a Patreon member. All right. So listen, as we always say, this is our last episode of season three, and you guys are fucking amazing. So make sure you stay safe out there. And as always, choo-choo, motherfuckers! I have no doubt.